0: Welcome to episode 36 of Television Horror Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGuinness, and joining me on the meatiest wagon of tooting toot, toot. <laughs> is my co host, Jennifer the Dream Warrior Strand. Now, I'm gonna have to change meat wagon to something that actually toots, like the meat train.
1: Yeah, we can ch- I love a meat train.
0: I'm gonna change it to join us on the midnight meat train, which is a Clive Barker reference. It so, is. Yeah. And then you can toot away.
1: I, yep, all the toots.
0: Um together we are two people with a love of horror and we feel the burn of our obsolete No, he didn't say it properly, blockbuster <laughs> memberships. We're basically cry babies can't handle the time moves on. I know. Um to move rolling straight into it. Rolling straight into this, we're gonna my fun fact for the week about myself is once I got so jealous of my cousin when he was staying over that I cut the cord to my ColecoVision whilst he was playing it, nearly killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the power cord, because I just got jealous and he was playing it and I wasn't. So I just cut it. And the only thing that saved my life is I were like plastic handled scissors and yep. it melted the metal. So it was on and playing. So I basically cut through. A live power cord with scissors.
1: That is insane.
0: Yeah. I mean, the scissors melted, like, around, like, like they were like metal, but they like, still just burnt in. And...
1: Okay. So, he was playing the game, and you were jealous that he was playing, and you weren't? I like think I was just
0: a jealous child, and I was an only child. Well, you're child an only child, Yeah, so... that didn't understand sharing very much, and he was playing, and I wanted, and my mum was like, shut up, stop being a dick. And well, she wasn't like that. She's like, you have to let your cousin <laughs> I play. I can't imagine
1: your mum being like
0: that. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I cut the cord, like, and it was, yeah, and then I had to get it fixed. Wow. Then no one played.
1: No no one, yeah, and if, if I can't have it, no one can.
0: Exactly. I took my ball ColecoVision, <laughs> and went home. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it.
1: Like, so, did, did you get into any kind of trouble or?
0: Uh, Yeah, no more than I wasn't used to. <laughs> I was a bad kid. Like I said, I was growing up, I was sick, I was on a lot of medication, and it actually affected my mood. So yep. my parents let a lot of shit slide. Except for the stuff that always nearly killed me.
1: Yeah, like the, you know, trying to kill yourself with a click. I
0: didn't try and kill myself. I tried to win. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference. I didn't, I wasn't I wasn't an emo. I didn't have a fringe. <laughs> I wasn't listening to my camera well, or anything.
1: We're talking, this is like the early 80s, right? Or the late, late this 80s. This is the
0: early 80s. This yeah, has been like 82.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: All right, so yeah. I probably didn't even understand. I no. didn't mean, I didn't, I thought it was just like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm not playing. You're not going to play.
1: That is next level, though. Like, you know, my childhood growing up, if you wanted to kick someone off, you, like, kicked out the power cord. You didn't cut
0: it. Yeah, I know. Well, I wasn't exactly, um...
1: Well, you're, you are, like, on a different level. Erratic. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> All right. What, what's your fun fact?
1: Okay. So, I put this fun fact in because we were driving home the other night, and... To paint your word picture, I don't remember heaps of my childhood. Like I have snippets, but my long term memory is really bad. I've recently discovered. Um, so we were driving home from the city the other night, and um, we had some terrible '90s playlist on, and Billy Ray Cyrus's "Achy Breaky Heart" came on. Nice, nice. And I just got like this hit of childhood in my face, and I like really remembered that six year old me was obsessed. With Achy Breaky Heart. Ooh. Like, obsessed to the point that I think my dad, because we didn't have a Banned CD him? player or anything, he, he like, got a CD and made me a cassette so that I could listen to it on my Walkman.
0: Oh, nice. You're and Walkman.
1: Yeah. But I also don't remember having a Walkman at six. This so. is a
0: PC podcast. A Walk person. Thank well, you very yeah, much. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, right. I've never been obsessed with that. Is it Billy Ray Cyrus?
1: Yeah. Like, I was not obsessed is with him. his daughter's name? Miley,
0: Miley, sorry apparently
1: yeah. she was she was conceived uh, the the day after he shot the music video for this,
0: well, he would have had a lot of vigor after that,
1: well, thing. he did have that glorious mullet
0: there would have been I reckon like. Even if you're you with Billy Ray Cyrus and you hadn't, if you're just dating him, you would have got pregnant. Yeah, I'd say so. Because of all the women that would have been got pushed towards that film clip, you would have just immaculately conce- conceived like Miley Cyrus.
1: Yes, I'd say so. But, yeah, like I've got, I don't like country music. I don't like Billy Ray Cyrus. I don't like any of that. Don't know why and then I just like I got to remember this fun little fact about my childhood.
0: Oh cute. I love country music. Like, a I was looking at bite like punk country and all your stuff like John Williams the Third No. Hank Williams the Third and Williams. uh the Supersuckers did a country album, Ween did a country album, they're all great.
1: Me first and the Gimme Gimmies did a country album.
0: Exactly, exactly. That's a super band. I mm-hmm. One of them's a member of Lagwagon, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um I used to listen to them. Yeah. Yeah, they did like Country Road and all stuff like that as well. Excellent. That's a yep. great... Uh, <laughs> That's I, I feel a little. I know a little bit more about you. But I
1: feel the same way because <laughs> I not, fucking don't know much about me.
0: Yeah, I always forget stuff about myself. As well. But let's move into horror news. Should you press the button? It's each week, me and Jennifer take you through the horror news you need to know about. Welcome to horror news. You know, last week I werewolfed so high-pitched that the, cap, the mic's cut off and it just cuts <laughs> down. It cut me off. Like, the actual the the recording device just went nah, oh, nah. I love it You're, uh... that's
1: like next level howling
0: yeah that's like old, I got banned you got yeah from the compu- from the yeah. algorithm <laughs> fuck what's our news Jen
1: all right so I'm keeping the news very short and sweet this week because our movie is quite a lengthy one and we do ramble so, um, so for those of you who are like fans of the Universal Monsters um, I know I am um, they're landing on YouTube for free this month
0: all of them what what do you mean Universal
1: So, all the Universal Monsters. So, we are talking Dracula, the Mummy, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein. So, they're being released uh, periodically. So, January 15th, um, Dracula and the Mummy are being released. January 16th, Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. And then January 17th, uh, The Invisible Man, The Wolfman, and Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein.
0: See, that's the odd man out. Like, all the rest of this, like, classic, you know, the mummy, Frankenstein, bride of Frankenstein. She's a bit laid with the big hair with the yeah. streaks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Invisible Man, Wolfman, and then Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> could have left that one out, I reckon. And that's so much after all the rest. You're looking like eight, seven years after the last film, like, as in, yeah. like, Wolfman was made. Like, that was made seven years later. I feel that is how had a slot to fill.
1: Well, I don't know. See, that's where it gets me because I'm like, where's the creature from the Black Lagoon?
0: Yeah, that should have been there. What
1: the fuck are you doing? That is...
0: Maybe they're doing it in blocks. Then again, they don't have many more after that, do they? Like the core...
1: Oh, yeah, no, Well, this is the core, except for Abbott and Costello. And then we do move into, like you know, revenge of the creature and all those other things. Um, and the fact
0: that like, they're in blocks of two and then the last one is a block of three with Abbott and Costello. i just say we forget the Abbott and Costello one. Hmm. We might get some people might throw some shade at us because of that, but nah. Yeah,
1: I well I haven't seen it.
0: I have seen none of these films.
1: You've not seen any Universal Monster films? No.
0: <sighs> I've just yeah. like it's just a thing as growing up I was into like, you know just modern horror, yeah. like the horrors of the thing. And to me like watching them, I'm like, there's no Body dismemberment. There's yep. No, like, you know what I mean? There's nothing in here that I like. And I, I I reckon there would have been an opportunity, a time when I could have rewatched them as a bit older and appreciated them, but I just missed it. Mm. Um, I know Ian loves them.
1: Yes, yes, he does. Ian
0: of Gamma Ray Comics. Yes. In Adelaide.
1: I love Universal Monsters Creature from from the Black Lagoon is my all time favourite. Um, but I do have a very big soft spot for fifties and sixties horror because it's it's of a it's of a whole level and a whole generation that's just really good but also really cringy. Well there was a
0: lot of risks back then. These were dudes doing things that they really wanted to do, probably at like, you know, ignoring the advice of people saying, Don't do it. Yeah. As in like no one's gonna want that stuff. Like people want like happiness and Stuff people don't want ugly men like prancing around in costumes being uglier.
1: It's well, it's true, Um, but yeah, like, so maybe, maybe I'll make you watch Creature,
0: maybe not. Uh, (laughs) um,
1: So, yeah, basically, if you're a a fan of the Universal Monsters and you haven't had a chance to um, check them out,
0: free on YouTube, free on
1: YouTube, Ah, yeah, get into it.
0: That's it for the horror news for this week. Apart from the like, honourable mention that there is a trailer dropped of, of Sky Sharks, <laughs> which if you don't know what that is, it's basically flying sharks that are ridden by zombie Nazis. Yes. Uh, yes, it is. Look it up.
1: I will put it on the Facebook because I feel that if you don't know about it, you need to know Yeah,
0: about yeah. Sky Sharks. If you don't know, then you need know. And like I was saying before, the, the, those people who do these kind of, like, like, what are they, like Sharknado NATO? Um, all those other ones, Mecha yep. Shark versus some other thing. That the the effects that they're using are getting really, really good because yeah, the, the effects um, programs are getting cheaper and like for them to do, and they're looking better. So the Sky Shark one doesn't look that bad. Like you know the other ones, you're just like oof, where this yeah. is like oh yeah, mm-hmm. right, this is you know this is only about ten years behind now <laughs> instead of twenty. <laughs> but uh, excellent, excellent. Oh, let's look. Let's move straight into. Our spoiler course. Yes, every week Jennifer and I set ourselves a horror movie to watch and then we go through it scene by scene the next week, spoiling the fuck out of it for you guys. Yep. It's a deep dive in a glorious gore, hard edits, cheesy acting, directing magnus, severed wangs and compound fractures.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Um, we have a rating system. It's kind of a rating It's more of just like a, a vibe so you know what, if you do choose to watch this film, what you're in for.
1: Yeah, it's our hard like it's our chaos vibe.
0: Our chaos theory. Yeah. On a chart.
1: I love it. So for those of you playing at home, we have A, which is awesome, everybody should watch. B is your beer and chicken wing group movie. F is for fun and dumb. We've got a C, which is which is a classic that's worth a watch. We've got U, which is underrated. G good for its time but is not held up. We've got J, the Jen special, D, the Dan special. We've got a W for whatever, so off my radar. We've got the Kesha, which is a low-budget hot mess, and the McConaughey, which is the fucking fucked.
0: Not to say anything against McConaughey's acting, except in Chainsaw except for in- Next except- Generation.
1: Not that I've watched a lot of his films, but... My whole life is now just focused on this one film. On oh,
0: one film? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, excellent. So this week we watched Wes Craven's New Nightmare from nineteen ninety four. Or it's also known I kept finding it just called New Nightmare. Yeah. Like without Wes's name on there, which I think they might have it might be an accident or something. So they just thought it was like, you know, some things like Presents, where yes. this is actually the name. Wes Craven's name is in the title, which is different from like, you know, Presents or Yeah. The director. Like that's the name of the film. Yeah, so who's the director?
1: Yeah, so um, for those of you who don't know, the director is Wes Craven, and it is also written by Wes Craven.
0: Oh, is it written by Wes Craven? We know that. (laughs) Uh,
1: It also stars Heather Langenkamp, uh, who you would all know as Nancy from the original Nightmare on Elm Street film. And three. And three, yes. Robert England reprising his role as himself and Freddy Krueger, and Wes Craven's also in it. Mm. I'd also like to point out that Miko or Miko Hughes the creepy little kid from um pet cemetery pet cemetery is also in this film playing a creepy little kid
0: he's not credited in our starring he's pretty much is yeah. the star here hey he
1: pretty yeah he pretty much is
0: but um he hasn't done much now he
1: hasn't and he's he's aged well he looks he's about my age actually um but he's one of these sideways cap people, and I just don't want to bar of that because they they've just done the thirtieth anniversary for Kindergarten Cop, um, and of so? course, well, of course he was in it. He was the you know girls have a penis,
0: yeah, vagina, yeah, yeah. boys
1: have a vagina kind of thing, um, and so they were all got together and had a chat about it. So I watched about ten minutes before I got really bored.
0: Yeah, before you just like threw your computer at the window.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to go continue living my life.
0: So its budget was eight million. Yep. And, and it made twenty million basically. Pretty much. Yeah. So it, du- it over doubled its play that's so weird, considering Nightmare Three didn't make money. I know. Which is my favourite. Um Yeah. Uh let's 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 get in should we get into it? There are yeah. some fun facts around this film, but most of them involve us talking about them as they happen. Yes. Um I do like yeah, we, we need to um Oh, I, I, there was a working title of this film, which was a Nightmare on Elm Street 7, The Ascension.
1: Mm.
0: Um, Wondering, would it have made better money? Back, no. Like, do you reckon? Do you reckon no. Donkey? Putting a 7? Do you reckon l- leaving the whole franchise vibe was a good idea? I think it does.
1: I think but, it works because this. Because
0: it's not in the, uh, the canon of Nightmare on Elm Street. This no.
1: Thing. This is like Something the film's new. ended, Freddy's dead. This is something completely
0: different. This is yeah. For those who don't know, this is set after Freddy's dead. The film that they made where they, they killed him. Yeah. Um.
1: So, this time the terror doesn't stop at the screen.
0: This is this a synopsis?
1: This is the tagline. All oh, right. Um. In the, this meta horror film, a demonic entity uses the fictional character of Freddy Krueger to enter the real world and torment Elm Street heroine Heather Langenkamp.
0: Langenkamp.
1: LangenCamp and her family. Nice. That's
0: nice. pretty. Pretty. Spot. So, straight away, you know, of you this film, it starts, and there is no, there's no opening. I mean, there's no opening uh, title. Yeah. It never has the title of this film ever come up in the film, which I really like. And apparently, that was to blur the illusion of whether it's a film, a documentary, or something else altogether.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, straight away, right? Like rad. I love my I love my funny smart horrors. Yep. You know what I mean by smart horror?
1: Yeah. What's like, this is very smart.
0: Yeah, as in like uh, *Cabin in the Woods*. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other one we watched recently? Oh, um, *One Cut of the Dead*. Yes. Smart horrors. They are trying to do something ab- above the genre. Yeah. Like, above and beyond. Anyhow, opening to make there's like so there's opening you know shots in and out and they're basically. We see like it's you like know a
1: forge. I'd call it a forge,
0: forge or a boiler room.
1: Yes, kind of.
0: Um, tools banging and stuff and clank. We basically see it and they ma- that someone is making a new Freddy glove, mm-hmm. a shiny new metallic Freddy glove.
1: Mhm. It uh, looks good.
0: Um, apparently the yeah the glove is like and we can see we can see the glove with this, this metal which is almost like the Terminator's hand. Yeah. Moving. Honestly. And somehow it like stamp, like it it pounds the desk in a fist, even though it's like got the arms. Yeah. Okay. And it like gets held down, um, and then we see like you know, we see like uh some Freddy looking hand. Yep. Putting in some knives into the the glove, as in like you know attaching knives into this robotic glove. Yes. And the glove is alive, which is stupid.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you're not even holding back today
0: no no it was a bit I thought that bit was a bit I thought just the moving of the fingers was enough not yeah. that stamp like hitting like give me knives give me knives Like, couldn't <laughs> wait
1: no so then we get this um we cut to this scene and the glove is there and it's still sort of moving and now we we've, we've we're assuming that this is Freddy Krueger because mm-hmm. you've got the hand, and then you've got the the sweater. So yeah. you can see the sleeve of his sweater, and he's holding it on the the table, and he's got a meat cleaver. So, so clearly, he's about to, for some reason, cut off his own. Well, hand. it makes
0: sense. He wants to bond with this hand to have yeah. this robot hand as his claw.
1: So if this if this claw has a mind of its own, then maybe he can like fuse with that and make his killings even more
0: cool. Cool.
1: Um, so, yeah, so he cuts off his hand, blood starts splattering, and then it just sprays in. We get this shot of of Heather Langenkamp and her child. So, blood spl- splatters over them, and, and she shields his eyes.
0: It doesn't splatter on them. They're, they're, like, and they're like, is this the shot of them going?
1: <gasps> it's like they freak out. Yeah. And then it jumps to where's Craven directing a scene?
0: Yeah, so basically. What we were watching for the whole opening was just a movie in a movie kind of. Yes. Yeah, they're all filming a, a nightmare in Elm Street film. Yeah. Which makes sense. When you're like, oh, yeah, where's Craven's new nightmare? It's about, yeah. Yeah, so
1: it's about him filming a, a film. I would like this, yes. Um. So, yeah, we get this, like, please hold, no, frame in, splatter more. Oh, I can see your sleeve. It's not Freddy. Yeah, it's, we see like the actor. effects guy
0: there who's like fake arm is like coming yeah. out of he's sitting there in the in the chair with the claw and stuff like that.
1: So we get this really cool scene like of like how they're sort of doing at least two guys under the table just like squeezing a bottle of blood that's
0: just popping up. One guy's like remote controls animatronic. He, yeah,
1: he's got this remote remote control. Um and then um Craven calls cut. And um, st- he starts thanking the team. He's like, "Thanks, guys! Like, you know, good,
0: good, good, good shot.
1: New gloves gonna look good. Like, this is great. You know, we're happy. Like, this is fantastic." So we are clearly on the set of a new Nightmare on Elm Street film. Mm. We are uh, introduced to Chase.
0: Chase, which I I couldn't remember his name. I called him boyf- boyfriend, which is the special effects guy who was like, he had the he was yes. the guy whose arm was getting chopped off, and he is uh, Heather's boyfriend. Well, husband is that husband. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's the difference?
1: So, um, uh, Heather Langenkamp's—I'm just going to keep calling her Heather because I feel like I'm butchering her last name, and I feel really bad. That's fine. Um, so, Heather's real-life husband is actually a special effects guy. He didn't—he was offered to be in the film, but he sort of declined.
0: So he's like the one of the only ones who like yeah. actually declined, well, except for the, her child, which isn't her child, yes. obviously.
1: Um, so why
0: decline? Maybe he just wasn't good at acting. Maybe he's just like, nah, man, I'm behind the camera.
1: Um, I think her son, her no, son. No, I mean
0: like, no, I mean like the husband. I wonder oh, why yeah. he didn't like.
1: Yeah, well, quite possibly. Um, so he, yeah, he declined. But it's, um, I like that we were talking the other day and she was actually on, she helped work with him on Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Because he, he did a lot a special of special face, effects. But
0: still, yeah. So but she gets pregnant. Is home, like. Putting yeah. yeah, you know, where we're like, you know, writing these characters in. Not only writing them as it, it playing themselves, but also writing in their actual lives into mm. it. I think Wes was really trying to go for something really, really different in this film, which is great, because yes. like, uh then we kind of cut to the props room. Mm-hmm. We're in the props room now, you know, they're they're doing some adjustments on their their Freddy, uh, their new mechanical Freddy glove. They give us a, a bit of a, a monologue about the thing, which is the stupidest thing in the world. It was <laughs> fine as a remote control glove, but then they mention, yeah, this is like biomechanics. It has real bone marrow in it. It has real tendons from real humans. I'm like, why? Yeah. Wh- this wh- is unnecessary. You, you know what? No, no. They can't even do that now. No. So,
1: but I'd also like to point out that they probably should have said, oh, we use them from like deceased um, inmates.
0: Yeah, oh uh, maniac yeah. of uh, the local, uh, <laughs> the local sanitarium, <laughs> sanatorium, sanatorium, the local cornflake, uh place. Um, so they mention that, and straight away, you know, you see the the claw go. Yeah. And
1: they're like,
0: oh, did that move? It's like, oh. Oh, they might yeah. You know, the, the, the synapsis must be out. Let's really, let's let, let's test that. And like, because Heather's there the whole time. She's off. Off it. She's like, I don't why. Like she's
1: it. feeling uneasy. Yeah, she's got this very uneasy feeling. Like her son's there as well. Um yeah.
0: Why is her son there?
1: They're just visiting dad on set. Why not?
0: Yeah, and then um, so you know the the the, the husband is working on the glove with the two dudes, and it, like kind of it kind of spasms out the glove, and it like one of the knives nicks him. I don't know why they'd be real knives, but sure. Cause that's just gonna make someone get hurt. Oh yeah. Nixie's finger, and he's like, "Ooh, ah."
1: <laughs> it's just a paper cut. Ooh, as well. ah. ah, ah. <laughs> uh,
0: no, like, oh, uh, no, occupational health and safety in this
1: film. No, no, none at all.
0: Then what happens, Jen? So then
1: the glove just basically has a mind of its own. It comes alive. It comes alive. This doesn't look too bad, actually. I
0: thought it looked okay. Because yeah. I think. It wasn't CG. I think it was stop motion overlaid onto film.
1: I think so, yeah. With,
0: like, and then... Oh, so they did quite well with mm. this bit, I thought. So you got this robotic, you know...
1: Yeah, it's, it's like, you know... Spidering. ...thinging across the, across the table, and it just, like, launches at one of the guys, one of the special effects guys, and, like, into his neck.
0: Into his throat, like...
1: So he's, like, he's on the ground, he's spurting blood, he's wailing around, and, you know... While this is happening and everyone's in this frenzy trying to get to him, trying to get to the glove, Dylan is walking off like a creepy fucking kid.
0: Yeah, this kid, like this kid, exudes exudes. Is that the right word? Exudes. Exudes creepy kid. Like he he is basically Damien Omen. He's all, he's perfect for all these kind of films. Yeah, he just walks off.
1: He does. So he walks off towards this bed, which is just also on the set, and he climbs on sits on it so the glove is still attacking everyone there's there is blood everywhere um i think both of the special effects guys are dead at this point
0: yeah like one of you see the glove like running around kind of stalking them yeah and it kind of like there's a cool bit where it's on it's on the table and it grabs the edge of the table and slides down the metal bench goes like
1: yeah that was good
0: and then lands on the ground and then like a guy falls, like the other special effects guy falls over and it runs up onto his chest and starts like knitting, yeah. needles, basically knitting his chest <laughs> with his little fingers. <laughs> and blood's coming out everywhere.
1: So all this chaos, and
0: then we cut to the sun. He's still sitting on the bed like a weirdo, and we see some, we see some props. Dudes like wheel a prop in front of him, and of course when they go past, he's, he's gone. gone. He's gone. He's like, we get like a you know a jingling.
1: Yeah.
0: Nancy's just, I mean, not now. Heather's just standing there going like, what
1: the fuck? Yeah, she's, she doesn't even really know how to react. And at this
0: point, I wrote in my notes, this is clearly a dream. Yes. Like, when he went onto the bed, I thought that was a bit too much of a... G- up until this point, I was like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. Um, Yeah, but I, up until this point, I was like, yeah. Uh, then, yeah, like we said, sister. the glove, it like, you know, sees Heather, runs at her, jumps at her, and of course... <gasps> She wakes up. She wakes up. As in all Nightmare on the Streets, whenever a scene gets to the point where they don't know how to end it, they just wake up. They just wake
1: up. up. And this happens a lot throughout this film.
0: So we're just going to call these like, you know, the the jump wake up. Yeah. So a jump wake up, for when we mention it, is just like, you know, a scene getting ended by a character waking up and the whole scene before it was a dream. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we get jump wake up. That's right. It doesn't roll off the tongue very well. It doesn't matter. Just wake up. I've had the waking up.
1: She's clearly had a nightmare. Now, she's waking up to the room shaking. She's in her
0: house now. Yes.
1: She's in her house. We're in the real world, we presume. Um, Hollywood. There is an earthquake. So, everything's shaking. Um, So, she's out of bed. Kids start screaming. So, her and Chase both get up to go race towards him. Um, You know, uh, Chase gets cut. He cuts his fingers along the way. Do we see that? We don't see it.
0: No, no. That doesn't happen. No. we. (laughs) They basically both run to... uh, to Dylan. Dylan's the kid, yeah. Yeah, Dylan. To Dylan's room to protect their child, which well, yeah. I think what most parents do, so I thought that scene made sense. So they kind of wait, you know, the room's shaking, all the shit's boiling onto the ground, and they basically just wait it out kind of thing. Obviously, this must happen a bit. Where are they? In LA? I
1: think they're in LA.
0: There are lots of earthquakes in yeah, LA. Yeah, they?
1: well, they're on a fault line.
0: That's a stupid place to build a city, just right. saying that. Yeah. Lots of cities do throwing that. throwing it out there. Japan, like <laughs> Tokyo, like.
1: Anyhow,
0: sure. so they wait out the the, um. Thing and then there's sitting on the bed, and then yeah, that's when yep. Heather notices that Chase's finger is cut. She goes, How'd you get cut like that? And it's like, <laughs> It's
1: like, oh, it must have been the mirror when the mirror fell down.
0: Yeah, 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 cool. I cool, wasn't cool, in, in the room when
1: the mirror fell down. Clearly, but we know, that. yes,
0: it was when in his dream uh-huh. or her dream, we don't know.
1: It's it was a dream,
0: hard cut to breakfast, yes,
1: <laughs> you know, so there's like. Clearly, there's the news report on the TV explaining just what's happened with the earthquake. Um, Dylan's sitting there playing with his porridge, making a creepy Freddy Krueger Freddy face, face in, in there. the porridge. Like you know, um, so Heather and Chase they start talking.
0: They have like a they have a you know a, a parent huddle. Yeah. Like, the you.
1: parent huddle. Yeah, <laughs> I love that.
0: She's like, I'm having nightmares again. Oops. Yeah,
1: so she's feeling tense, and he's like, Have you received another phone call?
0: I'm like, what? Um,
1: like okay, what is this? What is this phone call? Um, and he he's like, she's trying to explain to him about her nightmare, but also not because she wants to kind of keep that. I'm guessing, like,
0: yeah, I, I did find in this film she kept a lot of stuff to herself. She should have said, like, yeah. and and she kept to herself for story reasons. Like it wasn't, like, and I was like, can't just just mention that, yeah. just mention that. Like, you're in the real world. You're not in movie world.
1: I think the problem is, though, like, so if you are experiencing some nasty phone calls or if you are experiencing some kind of, like, horrible event that's happening in your life and then you start having, you know, nightmares or start behaving in a certain way, yes, it is probably going to be related to what is happening, but you don't really want people just throwing that in your face every five minutes. Yeah, you're probably right.
0: And also, she's gone through it before this, like, these prank callers, like, crazy stalker fans. Well, yeah. I just going to say what it is. Like, yeah. it's like, it's pretty obvious. So did she you has know? a stalker. What?
1: Did I know? What do I know?
0: That in real life she had a stalker. I did know. Um, And it actually, yeah, like, Wes Craven rung her. Like, this exact thing happened to her. And, yeah, Wes Craven rung her up and said, like, can I have permission to weave that into the story? Mm. So he's really, he really tried to, like, weave the real world into it. Yeah. So, yeah, she had, like, a crazed fan in real life that kept bringing her and and doing, like, the Freddie song tour and stuff like that, which is pretty crazy to think about. It, it. is crazy. Um, Which is, like, what makes this film, like, really cool. Yeah. Like This is what's making this film really cool is they have – West Rowan has tried really hard to make this as realistic as possible that this is not – this is a real set. The only thing that gets let down is a lot of the acting in this. There's some real bad, like, extra acting. Like, anyway, we'll get, we'll go, I've written that down.
1: There is. So, of course, she's explaining the nightmare issue to him and he fobs it off.
0: He basically dismisses all of her concerns. Which is
1: exactly what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's really horrible when you're experiencing this stuff and people just, like, fob you off and be like, oh, no, it's just this. Like, it's not this, but thank you for for just disregarding it. Well, like
0: like my mum and dad's constantly with everything. She's like, I'm not having that, so therefore you're not. (laughs)
1: Mm, yeah. yes, <laughs> I like that. Um, but they, you know, they kiss and make up. He's about to leave on a 48-hour yeah, yeah, yeah. trip.
0: I'm having some problems. The phone calls are starting to go, yeah, I'm just going to leave.
1: Yeah. It's like, well, going to go
0: away for the weekend. Good or, luck with that. work on some other film.
1: I'm going to be out.
0: So then we're like, yeah, cool. I was like, yeah, cool, get Chase out of the picture. Yeah. He's an actor. He's not a real app person. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. And then, like, after he bailed for work.
1: So I, as soon as he walks out the room,
0: not, it not, starts to shake. So, yeah, you get
1: another a, like an after. Is it an afterquake?
0: Yeah, yeah, like or a, an aftershake. A, after sh- there's a word for there it. There
1: is a word for it. I,
0: I'll think of that. What it is? Cause yeah,
1: you're screaming out in the middle of like halfway in the middle through
0: the of night tonight. Yeah, in, like,
1: <laughs> you'll in message me three in it. the morning. Uh, so yeah, so the room starts to shake. She's like freaking out a little bit more, and then the the wall cracks. So we get this giant. Claw like
0: cracks, cracks like in fingers, the wall, like a slash, conveniently almost
1: conveniently in the
0: wall. So, what I did like about this film is like, were it's it, it did that thing which I like. They didn't do this well enough. Is mm. like, is it coincidental or is it horror? And I I like that in films. Like, is she just, you know, when people start to go a bit crazy, they they find links to everything, yes. like their confirmation bias. Is it confirmation bias? And that she's having, she's having the phone calls and the crazy fan. She's having nightmares and all this stuff. Is she just linking that? I felt they could have gone with that real hard, but mm. like so the whole time you were like, "Is she just crazy? Yeah, or is she actually like uh, the Babadook was a perfect example mm. of that. Was she just breaking down? Yeah, or um, and this the Babadook. This reminded me a lot of the Babadook when I was watching it. If you haven't seen Babadook, watch it. Oh, it's Babadook. great. Babadook. Film. Babadook. Australian film. Babadook. South Australian. Duck, duck, Yep.
1: <laughs> she comes downstairs. Um, Dylan is uh, he's in the living area and he's just standing in front of the TV. Um, A Nightmare on Elm Street is playing on the TV. Nightmare one. Yep the the OG Nightmare playing on the TV. She's you know she's kind of walking up. He's in this like trance like state. Like he's just
0: staring at this TV. Yeah. He's like we learn later on that he's. i say he's basically sleepwalking. Yeah. Because he 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 sleepwalks hard. He day walks. He does. He's, he's like Blade. He's a day walker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, as soon as she turns off the TV, he just, he snaps out of it. He, wakes and he up. just starts screaming. We well,
0: freaks out because he's he like, I, I imagine that would be a real weird thing to happen to you, eh? Yeah. Imagine, like, instead of waking up in bed, you wake up and you're standing somewhere you don't know where you are. I once, like, rode a motorbike and I uh, hit a tree stump, whacked oh my head on the handlebars so hard that I knocked myself unconscious. And there's a massive period in my life, and suddenly, I came conscious again and I was like, you know, I was in a different house because i have been taken there. But the whole time I was still, I never was unconscious. I was still walking around and there's photos of me in times that I don't remember ever happening. My cousin at the time, I was with him, the co- cousin I cut the floor with. I was going to yeah, so cousin, <laughs> cousins, um, he, I had a camera on me and he took photos of me and there's photos of me like giving him the finger and shit of times I don't ever know happened. Wow. But I remember I just suddenly started remembering, like my mind just suddenly filtered in from a certain time. So and that scared the shit out of me and I started crying. Yeah. I didn't know where did? I was. Like, anyhow. That's what happened to him. Yep. That kid. Much.
1: Yep. Oh gosh.
0: And then the phone rings. Yeah, immediately.
1: It's meant to be a jump scare, but I think it just kind of missed it.
0: Yeah, that doesn't matter. No. And it's a prank caller. It's another one and it's yep. like Freddy's voice kind of like. And he does like the The one, two. Yeah, this was hilarious because again, he, he she 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 answers it and it goes like one, two, Freddy's coming for you. She hangs up. Yeah. The phone rings again. Yeah. And she goes, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I'll answer it anyway. And she goes, hello. And then he's like, <laughs> Freddy's coming for you. Like, I get get <laughs> it in. So I couldn't leave the po- like, thing not done.
1: No, no yeah. it's, yeah. He had to get it done. It's like, it's OCD. Yeah. So as soon as she's like. Jumps off the phone. She's like, "Fuck, Chase might still be here." So she runs out the door. As she runs out the door, his car, his truck, is obviously just pulled out of the driveway, and you just see him coming up in the distance. So too late. Your husband's gone. You're on your own.
0: Yeah. Then she walks back inside. Dylan's standing there, and he just goes. I think he just say like he just goes. He's coming.
1: He says someone's coming. Someone's yep.
0: coming. Well, he's coming.
1: Yep. He's just like, someone's coming.
0: And then another. Tr- and then another uh, quake. Aftershock. Yeah. After, 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 trim- oh, I don't know what that is. Aftershock. Aftershock? Yes. Another aftershock happens uh, and then basically the babysitter comes over.
1: Yep. Doorbell so, rings and we are introduced to Julie.
0: Because at first we thought when the doorbell rang, it might have been like the stalker. But mm. like they, they're doing that kind of vibe where everything is like, you know, what's that?
1: Everything's and a mystery.
0: It, and we introduced to Julie, the babysitter, who looked a lot like a Nightmare on Elm Street girl. Yeah. Did you notice? Like I, yeah. I think they purposely made her look like the blonde girls that's always in Nightmare on Elm Street. So I was like, is she the one from like Nightmare Three? You know, yeah. the girl who I can't remember her name, you know, the one that can pull people into her dreams. Yes. And I'm like Not His her. name
1: is is fully escaping. me. She's an Arquette. Oh Patricia. Patricia, Patricia Arquette. Arquette yeah. Yep.
0: But it wasn't her. No. But I feel that yeah, they've added this character in here to make it feel like it's, it's like they're probably like, Oh yeah, Heather's too old now. <laughs> people are gonna come to a nightmare film expecting some teen. T- Tang.
1: It's only ten years later. Sure. I'd like to point out that Heather looks amazing in this film. Like her eyes, she has such pretty eyes.
0: Yeah, she, she looks so like, blue. She looks like the daughter from Cobra Kai of Dan- Daniel LaRusso's daughter.
1: I haven't watched it. <sighs>
0: yeah, well she does. Um, it.
1: So once again the phone rings. <sighs> she answers it straight away. Live as alone, you son of a bitch. And as it is in every film, it's like, there, uh yeah. ma'am. Th- this is the limo driver. I I'm just calling to say that I'm outside. Yep. So she sheepishly and awkwardly, you know, it's like okay, I'll be there in a second, puts down the phone. So she's she's feeling really uneasy at this point. Like Dylan's having a sook, he doesn't want her to leave and she's like, It's I'm only gonna be gone for the day. Yeah. I will be back. It's fine. And then we get some like really unnecessary chit chat.
0: Like creepy kid chit chat?
1: No. So like she's Heather's talking to Julie. She's
0: yeah. Wait. She's just
1: been told that the limo driver's outside waiting. They need to leave, and she's like, "I'm just gonna finish my coffee and talk to Julie about like awkward." Just you know, oh yeah, I received another phone call. It's weird.
0: It's kind wow. of just filling in Julie of what's happened in the last scene. Yes. <laughs> and, and then the limo driver like rings again. He's like, "Come on." He's
1: like, "Ma'am."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um. Then we get uh. So then she's in the limo. We get, I, I didn't, this wasn't even worth really mentioning. She just goes there and he kind of mentions, hey, you're a fucking Heather from Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. or whatever, blah, 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 the guy's applause. Yeah. She feels awkward. <laughs> like,
1: end of story. End
0: of story. We're to the point where I was like, why did you do these films if you hate them so much? I kept thinking that.
1: I did get the vibe that she just really wasn't into, not that she wasn't into doing this film, but that she wasn't into the, the life that. This film had hot, brought her. She didn't want
0: to become a scream queen.
1: No, I don't know why. I fucking, I'd love to be a scream queen.
0: And then we catch Heather on TV, and the the thing she was going to for work is she was getting interviewed because it's Nightmare on the Streets within the film's tenth tenth anniversary. So, yeah. she's done a whole bunch. She's doing a whole bunch of TV spots probably to you know. Yeah. Just to just to do it. I, I don't know why you would actually be on her tenth anniversary for a film, but because there's no. Well, At that I'm, point, there's no film getting made. You know what I mean? No, they don't know. I'm
1: guessing it's going to pay some bills or it's going to, yeah. you know, build a second wing to your house. I don't know.
0: Yeah, she's so on like a talk, like a morning talk show. Yeah,
1: it's a terrible talk show. She's being asked like absolutely stupid questions about just her life that she's really not inter- interested in answering, but she's got that like, oh Yeah,
0: they're really prying questions for a yeah, morning the, TV show. What's
1: your son's name? Yeah. Like, don't ask that. That's not Has your son point.
0: ever seen those movies? Mm. Your movies and stuff like that.
1: They focus on that a lot. There is a lot of attention on him watching. Have you let your son watch these films? Why have it?
0: Do you they, know do you know, right? Does she have a son in real life?
1: Yes. Well, she he passed away, but yes, she Oh did. really? Yeah, oh. I think it was a brain aneurysm.
0: A nightmare. Quite possibly. Um well let's not talk about that then. No. <laughs> Anyhow, they're like, "We've got a special guest for you," and of course, Robert Englund bursts through the back, dressed as Freddy. He like Freddie's up the crowd, like, "Hey, how you
1: going?" I love this scene as well because it had that really cool, like, that soundtrack. So it's like this really upbeat, like, talk show music, but it is the Nightmare on Elm Street,
0: like, But it's
1: also like heavy bass, so it feels like heavy. I wish we,
0: wish we had that, like, that that song. Um, he comes in, you know, jazzing up the crowd. Nancy, um, Heather, I'm going to keep calling Nancy because that's fine. Uh, Heather keeps on like um, she's kind of freaking out a bit. You know, you have a bit of a montage of seeing the crowd in slow motion dressed as Freddy. Yeah, Freddy's in front of her going hey. Ha-
1: He's loving it. He's just like, well, hey, I'm back. I love Robert
0: Englund in this film.
1: He is amazing in this film.
0: Um, uh, so yeah, and then you know. And then it kind of, it just, you know, it kind of doesn't show the end of the interview. We just no, kind of cut out. There it. there is
1: no sit down between the two of, there's no sit down between her and Robert as, because he's dressed as Freddy. There's no sit down between the two. They just allude to.
0: They allude. He's just kind of like, there's going to be some more shitty questions and yeah. fan stuff. And then we cut to basically after the interview and you've got Robert Englund in his casuals. Yeah. It, and his casuals involve purple shaded sunglasses, uh, gla- not even sunglasses, glasses. Yes. He has, as in to show he's an eccentric.
1: Yes. Yes, he's he in did. a suit
0: though. He is. And he looked great. I was he just does. like, you look wicked. And yeah. he had a really good attitude and he's just like
1: So he's being mobbed by fans. He's signing autographs meanwhile, um, Heather is standing in like the dressing room just kind of like arms folded, pouty face because she's not getting the attention. I don't even think she gives a shit that she's if she's getting that kind of attention or not because obviously like, you know, you you don't come out of a horror film going, "Yeah, Nancy, you Nancy. come out of a film, Nancy. you're like Freddie, Freddie. Yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> that, that kind of
0: thing. I don't so. think. Yeah, does she like at this point? She just kind. Of, she kind of says, "Is anything strange been happening?"
1: Yeah. So she's not. I don't. Yeah. So like I say, she's, she's not really like bummed out about the attention. I think she's just bummed out, and she just wants to talk to him about this. Like, you know, is something happening? think
0: he'd be the only one that kind of understands. Like, yeah. He'd, he'd probably seen her go through the cr- the first time. The stalker, like, fucked up her life and shit like that. So yeah. She, she just wants a, a friend who knows what she's gone through to talk to.
1: Yeah. And they have a brief chat about, you know, well, what about we do another film? Like, the fans want it. Like, you know, I'd love to get back together with you and do another film. There's no resolve to that. They just sort of move on and he leaves. Heather gets a phone call from- Heather
0: gets a phone call yeah. mid-conversation, um, which is New Line Cinema's calling it, which is weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're like, oh, hey, it's a. Uh,
0: New Line Cinema. New Line Cinema. They, they basically just say, it's New Line Cinema. <laughs> yeah. She's got a big, like, old school, you know, like, 90s. Is it 90s? Yes. Yeah. 90s uh, cell phone yes. with a like, big one that you pull out the aerial. She's oh, like, right. yeah. Um, She's like, oh,
1: do you want to come over for a chat? Yeah,
0: come over. Not for a like,
1: chat. I've not, like, contacted your publicist or your PR rep or, like, organised something. Yeah, we just call you. On a day that suits you. We just cold call you. It's for like, a movie hey. For- I think you're around.
0: Come down. For those who don't know who New Line Cinema is, it's the, the original like, cinema who created the Nightmare on Elm Street series, which yeah. is also the cinema – I mean, not the cinema, the, the company who's making this film. Yes. Which is weird. Oh, Inception. Yes. Um.
1: So Heather, she's like, yeah, okay. So she heads over. Um, straight away. She's mm-hmm. greeted by – I can't remember who she's – she is greeted by one of the women who runs New Line Cinema in real life. Oh, like, really? This is actually her because it's Bob Shea and – I, just, I I, apologise, I cannot remember her name. Doesn't matter, man. It does not matter. But a fun fact was she was so nervous to be on screen and do this very small scene that she went out and bought herself a new suit. So the suit she's wearing is her new suit. So brand
0: she, new. Brand new. Tags and all.
1: Off the rack. <laughs> She'll probably <laughs> return it tomorrow.
0: Probably. It's fine. Um, And then she goes and sees the boss man. Yeah. Is that, so is that the real...
1: Yeah, so that's real, that's Bob Shay.
0: That's why he was such a bad actor. Yes, it is. This guy was so wooden and, and he's, just, he's just like, he's got the lines in his head and he's just saying them. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's all he can do. Uh,
0: well, that's fine. I That's fine that he is the real guy because uh, otherwise there is no excuse why they chose this guy as an actor because <laughs> I was just like, oof.
1: Yeah, well, uh, that's that's but- where it gets into the whole Meta. Yeah, Wes.
0: Of. Like I said, he's gone real deep. He wants. He, he, is. Ne- he nearly wants as many people who are playing themselves in this as he possibly can.
1: Yeah, pretty um, much.
0: Which I didn't know that fact, which makes it a little bit cooler.
1: Mm. So they have another chat about like you know how you doing, what's going on. Well, we kind of want you to come back. We want you to come back for another film.
0: Want you to reprise the role of Nancy.
1: Wes has pitched the idea. You know. So- and then straight away, like it's like anyone. It's like if Wes Craven has pitched an idea and wants you involved, you kind of you just got to do it.
0: Well, he says like Wes has already started the script, mm. and then Nancy's like, "Wes is writing again, nightmare." F- oh, yeah, that so me- she ha- he's and having then she like looks again. into the distance. That means he's having nightmares again. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is a true thing. Like he based yes. the original Nightmare on Elm Streets on nightmares that he had. Yeah, which, uh, is fair. which I love that line. It was so bad. <laughs>
1: Um, she's, she's so unsure about like, he's like, Oh, you know, we can, we can pay you. Like we can offer you a lot of money. And she's, she's like, look, it's not about the money. It's, and it wouldn't be, it's the stalker. She's having this issue. Like if she does another film, that's just opening her up for like more stalkers.
0: They did say though, like she said. I thought Wes wasn't doing horror movies anymore. I mean, when did Wes Craven ever stop doing yeah, horror no, movies? like
1: he's literally got like three coming out today. <laughs> okay, he's doing them.
0: Um, and now she, t- she, she's just like, now nah, get fucked." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's like not like a complete turn down, but it's it's. Uh, she's just like, mm, I feel really, really weird. I've got about
0: shit these, going so. down. <laughs>
1: I'm really busy. My son's being creepy lately. Okay, yeah. Guys, I can't did you do it.
0: know that I had the child from Pet Cemetery?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it's hard. He keeps trying to kill me.
1: He does. Um. um yep. Yeah. So we cut to Chase.
0: No. First, we find out uh, the the boss man. What's his name?
1: Rob Shea. Uh, Rob Shea, Shea
0: drops the bomb. Like, your husband's already working on the film. Yes.
1: Oh, I forgot so about that. So he kept
0: that a secret he from did. her, which is where he had gone for work. It's yep. like air quotes of work for the weekend. He's gone up to work on the new Nightmare the film and not mentioning it to which makes me think he's a bit of a bad husband, knowing that she's been through all that. And like at some point he knows this is going to like shit's yeah. going to hit the fan. But he don't care.
1: Yeah, it's one of those weird things because like as a special effects guy, you know, your dream would be to work on one of those franchise films. Like, oh, you, here, you, we're going to pay you to design a new glove and do this. You, you would jump at that. So I think if your wife was like, had a stalker because of this film, you really wouldn't want to turn it down. So you kind of would lie to her about it, but you'd feel a little bad about it because she's going through some shit.
0: Yeah, true. But then we cut straight to Heather coming home. Yeah. Basically, she's coming home. She's like, the meeting's over. She's coming home. She comes in and bloody Dylan's having a fit. He's having like a, uh, epileptic, well, the only thing we described is like an epileptic fit. Yeah. His babysitter, what's it? Julie's Julie. like, oh, what's fucking wrong with him? <laughs> and then um, he, uh, Nancy picks him up, uh, Heather picks him up, and um, he's like, looks and goes, "Never sleep.
1: <laughs> yeah. In
0: like, his like, crazy voice. Kind of
1: sounded a little bit like Donald Duck. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I'm going to be honest.
0: Uh, if that had been my child, I just would have dropped him. <laughs> <laughs> throwing him out the window.
1: <laughs> he would have just been like, you can go outside now.
0: So this is the point when you take your kid to a therapist, a psychiatrist, at least a doctor. Just
1: anyone. He's having fits. Yeah.
0: Like fits is like n- nothing to like, go, he'll be fine with some sleep. Yes. Um, she's like, what the fuck's going on? He's just like, "Ah, oh, Rex saved me. Yep. And we see Rex, which is a little Tyrannosaurus Rex, and it has all these slash marks
1: in it. Yeah, his little, all his, his furs sort of come out of it and...
0: Fur? You know, stuffing.
1: Stuffing. Whatever.
0: Yeah, it's all cut up. Um, yeah. And that's kind of just the end of that scene. She doesn't go like, what the fuck? Yeah. How did this get cut up? Are you Have you got a knife in your bed? Yeah. Or should we check your room? And she just goes like, uh-oh. <laughs> guess well, I'll she you to shrug that one off. Well, if-
1: that's quite peculiar.
0: Yeah, if I just ignore that, it'll go away. <laughs> like all problems in life. Yep. Um, and then we cut to chase. And then
1: we cut to chase.
0: Chase is working um, at his new job. He's working on the new Freddy glove. which yeah. We zoom out and we see is this new. We get
1: new, this nice shot of the glove.
0: Uh, which is, so it's it's kind of a new. It's not the one from the start. The the robotic one. No. It's a new one, which is basically like it's part of Freddy's hand. Yeah. Like so it,
1: we see some bone, which kind of looked okay. I feel that it could some have been better. V-
0: tubes. Yeah. So, we've got the thing—the blades coming out of the fingers and then there's like a, nut, a skeleton hand over the top of his real hand kind yep. of attached to him. I didn't think it looked that good. I thought the metal hand looked heaps better. No,
1: I, well, I I mean, I'm old school. I like the original glove. Just bring back the original glove.
0: Yeah, but it's supposed to be the new name. A new Freddy, A new Freddie. Ugh. B. 2021,
1: the year of the new
0: Freddy. And uh, Heather calls him. Yep. And says, dude. You Dylan's having fits. He's having epileptic fits. You need to come home, and he's like, "Yeah, sure."
1: Well, he's like, "I can't."
0: I'm on I am can't.
1: Set. Chuck and Terry didn't come in. I'm, I'm under oh, the park. Oh, Chuck pump.
0: and Terry, yeah. So yeah. they were the, ori- the guys. So apparently, and doesn't she say why, why didn't they come to work?
1: No, she doesn't say that. Oh, okay. At any I, or does she? I can't remember. At some
0: point, they're like. yeah. Anyway,
1: Chuck, Chuck and, Terry and Terry were the guys, guys that got killed
0: work. in the foot fir- in the, the the original dream opening scene. Yes. And suddenly they haven't come into work.
1: Wah, wah, wah. Yep. So yeah, she, she explains to him that, you know, he's he's acting like Freddy. Like he's and he's like he just bubs it off again. He's like, Oh, you're freaking out over another phone call, but whatever, I've Mate. demeaned you, I'm gonna come home now.
0: Yeah. I've demeaned so, <laughs> And then it cuts to where the Freddy glove was and it's And it's gone. gone. Disappeared. Fuck. It's just falling on the ground broken. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck. Uh, that, that was the
1: deleted was scene. scene.
0: Yeah. So then we um cut to heather reading Dylan Hansel and Gretel. Yes which I, I I didn't write much about this because, you know, it's just like it's going to come up later. Yeah. It was so ham done. This, this is done. a very
1: prominent scene and you're like, why are we putting so much emphasis
0: on this? Oh, um, well, you know, because they we talk about the breadcrumbs really good- to come home and you're like, okay, it's going to be how the the fucking film resolves, you know. Yeah. Pretty much. Pushing the witch into the fire.
1: But I did enjoy, like, I because obviously, like, Heather gets halfway through and she's like, mm, this is too gruesome. I'm not going to read anymore. And so he just sits there and starts to recite it, it himself. So we get a really good, like, he's really good acting. Yeah, the kid's I good. I thought that was really good of him to do that. Like, fuck yeah. And he says
0: it all dramatic. like The, the witch gets pushed in the fire and it burns. And uh, Heather uh, there is going, all right, my kid's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> At
1: this point, she's like.
0: Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. 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 He did watch one of my films. (laughs) Yep. Uh, And then he he talks about, like, you know, Rex keeps the the mean man. Because she sees, like, what's that under your covers? Yeah. And it's like, it's Rex. He's keeping the mean man down.
1: By his feet. And he's, like, stood up. And, like, it keeps him safe from the man. From the man with the claws.
0: Yeah, the man, the mean man down so there. So then
1: they both jump under the covers, and she does that parental like. There's nothing here. Like, we'll there's like there's nothing under your bed. There's nothing in your closet. thing. She's like, there's nothing here, and he's like, it's different when you're gone. Yeah. So clearly something's happening while he's sleeping.
0: Still, she persists on not taking him to the doctor.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I I would take him to an exorcist. Uh,
0: then we cut to Chase driving home in his truck, in his pickup, his and he's and his in his and his, uh, his Trump wagon. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh cruising home, it's night time, and of course he's like you know, he's 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 doing the snort wake ups, he's just yep. falling and going, like, oh, oh shit. Don't we've all been there. Don't want to fall. And we know in any Nightmare on Elm Street film, if anyone shows any point of being tired whatsoever, and at any point they shut their eyes in for one second, they could be in dream. Yeah. Um, which I, I like that. Yeah, I think it's a cool thing.
1: It's nice. So it's like he's there. He's weaving in and out of traffic. He winds down the window, turns on the radio, but the radio's not working. It's very staticky. It's, nothing's happening. He's not getting a good channel. So he tries to start singing to himself, and he shouldn't.
0: And at this point, we see a claw, a, a, a Freddy knife, Freddy mm-hmm. finger knife, come up through the um, what's it called there? The the, the the car seat between his legs and yep. just diddle his dick. <laughs> Scratching no, like his scr- scratching scratch his crutch a little bit. It's just like, hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he's hey like, Wah. what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, hey, wanna get high? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I didn't, didn't quite understand why that happened, but yeah. No, so, he, right. so Freddy just is amused by like, diddling dudes' dicks, and
1: it's then of bit... course,
0: uh, then, then then the the whole glove bursts oh, out the fucking chair between his legs and just, um, yeah, stabs him in the guts, um. And, of course, he's driving and he, his yeah. car crashes. Yeah,
1: so it rips right up through his chest. He's crashed the car. and
0: Hard cut to... Hard
1: cut to wake up.
0: To Heather. Heather. Waking up. And like, did she dream that?
1: Mm, she's waking up startled from a nightmare. Now, did,
0: did you feel that she was dreaming that? Because she mentions it, doesn't she, later.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: So she... even Because Chase has nothing to do with Freddy. No. So is her well, nightmare he pulling other people into the nightmare. So if she dreams you die... You die
1: quite possibly. Yeah, because she. But also, he does have something to do with it now because he's the one who's designed the glove.
0: True, true, so he's, true. He's which there. disappeared in real life. Mm-hmm. Which is not. Nu- this is the main problem I had with this film: is it wasn't abiding by the nightmare rules. Yep. But then again, it kind of explains that why. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Yes. Um. Yeah. Dylan wakes up. Uh, Dylan.
1: Yeah, Dylan's Heather- standing there at like the. The doorway, so that whole creepy child coming into your room. My brother has kids, and he's like, the amount of times that I've woken up and nearly punched my daughter in the face because she's just standing there staring at me. And I'm like, that is terrifying. It's
0: just waiting for you to wake up? Like, they don't want to wake you? No, yeah. Like, they don't want to get told off for waking you up, but they can't not be there? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. Gross. Yeah.
1: Um- uh, so he's saying, it's like, oh, Rex has kept me up with his fighting. Yeah. I can't sleep. Okay.
0: Next thing we hear is the doorbell ring in the middle of the night, and of course, it's the police. Sorry, your husband's dead.
1: Yeah, they really didn't have like, is your husband this guy? She's like, yes. He's like, ma'am, there's been an accident. Is he okay?
0: It's worse than it's that. It's worse
1: than that. It's like
0: bomb, bomb, Oh, bom. oh,
1: so he, so he dead.
0: Yeah. So she's basically just dreamt this exact thing. It's happened. She decides, like, I want to see the body.
1: Mhm.
0: I think I need to see the body to believe it's even there. I <laughs> her at the morgue. She walks us into the morgue. Yes. Yeah. She just she's walked into a room where people are getting cut up. She's like, hello.
1: Yeah. I'm here to see my dead husband. Walking with purpose.
0: Um, I wonder if that's the real morgue. <laughs> the real <laughs> morgue attendant.
1: Quite possibly. They uh, seemed pretty chill with what they were doing.
0: Yeah. Uh, so then we see um, a morgue dude comes over, shows her the body, shows her the face of Chase. Yep. And then she's like, I want to see him, him again.
1: Yeah, because like, as he pulled down the thing, like you get this small, like,
0: we you see, a little see bit of a these cut like, small
1: cut of his on chest. his chest and she's like, hmm, something up.
0: Something's up. I want to see it. So, yeah, she pulls the rug off of him basically and we see a big call, Freddy claw down his chest.
1: Yeah. And she's like. And vomits.
0: And she vomits. She's
1: immediately vomits.
0: Um, And then the, like, the dude's like, this is why we don't show, you know, what did that? You I don't know, we had a crash.
1: Yeah. He's so had a crash. It looks
0: car- like an animal claw. He goes, yeah, so?
1: Yeah, it was in a crash. It was, it was probably bears.
0: Yeah, yeah, something like that. And she didn't seem very upset.
1: She really doesn't. And it's so strange as well because, like, oh, it was a car accident. However, there is not a nick or scratch anywhere else on his body.
0: Yeah, he's just got a, a bear claw down his chest. Yeah. Which is fine because, you know, back in that day. Then again, she is going through heaps of trauma. So to her, it's like it's, it's not, you know, it. Freddie is doing this. Mm. You know what I mean. Like if she's thinking that she's not thinking straight anyway, so yeah. she might be like, oh, "How do I kill Freddie again?" You know what I mean. Like
1: yeah, I mean a lot him? of the time with trauma as well. Like you don't necessarily process shit. Properly. Process. So you just sort of shut off to it. It's not to say that you don't care or whatnot. But
0: yeah. Anyhow, yeah, we cut straight to the co- the the funeral. Hmm. It's an outdoor funeral, that kind of vibe. Everyone's there. Robert Englund's there.
1: We see some of the the original um, actor from the first film, the one who was hanged in the jail cell. He's there. He's mm-hmm. got a bit extra. Wes Craven was going to ask Johnny Depp but was too afraid. <laughs>
0: I don't know why.
1: Maybe. I don't know because well, Johnny Depp was like big at this point. Yeah. And it's really funny because later on they were having a conversation and he, I think Johnny Depp said, oh, if you'd have asked me, I would have.
0: Yeah, in. I totally. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, but well, like it didn't.
1: hindsight, bitch, you wouldn't have. I one hundred percent believe if he called him up and he's like, "Hey, Johnny, do you want to come in?" Just he's like, "Yeah, but but like a million dollars, and I'm there."
0: Oh, he's like, I'm right in the middle of filming seventeen parts of the Caribbean films. <laughs> like, I need to like, I can't really do that. Yeah, he might have, you know, like he's. I have well, a really was... good. But then if Wes was too afraid to call him, I feel like they don't have that good of a like, relationship. Mm.
1: But also Johnny Depp did have that cameo in Nightmare. Was it four or five?
0: Yeah, where he's on the um the TV. He's like,
1: "This is your brain. Brain on drugs. Brain on drugs."
0: <laughs> Anyhow, an earthquake happens at the at the funeral. You know, mm-hmm. everyone like gets rocked. Heather falls over. Um, uh, the, the coffin falls into because it's getting lowered down into the, yeah. the 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 grave. The coffin falls in and smashes open. Heather f- like falls forward and snaps her head on the um. There's like a bar or some shit. Yeah. And then she sees Freddy.
1: Yeah. So Freddy's got Dylan.
0: Yeah. She, she smashes her head looks back at where she was sitting. Dylan's not there. Yeah. Looks back into the grave and sees Freddy pulling Dylan down into the coffin. So she fucking just bails into the coffin.
1: Yeah. Which is such a strange, like, how the fuck did he get to her? But that's fine. Um, So he's... So we get this very, very small quick glimpse at Freddy. So also, he...
0: she's not asleep. So Freddy's just in the daytime.
1: Yeah. So she's... Well, she's... Quite possibly, very briefly unconscious. I don't know. Unconscious, but at this
0: point, we're just like, uh, "What's Freddy doing?"
1: Yeah. So he's just grabbed he's grabbed Dylan. He's pulling him down. She's like, "Fuck no!" In straight on in, she pulls him out. So we no, see but, but, this like
0: yeah, like he pulls,
1: lengthy sort of tunnel. Yeah, as
0: it's well. like a, it's like the the coffin's inner padding has elongated into a giant tunnel room, yeah. which is a very dream nightmare thing. And you know they have a wrestling match with. It's like basically Freddy's arm we see. Yeah. But we still see his face for a second. But, yeah, they're kind of a wrestling match pulling Dylan out. And she wins, pulls Dylan out.
1: Yep. And then... Um, chase's
0: body falls chase's- on.
1: chases <laughs> His body falls on. He he's just starts talking.
0: He says, stay with
1: me forever. <laughs> and his eyes start bleeding.
0: Yeah. I don't know why his eyes started bleeding, but sure, it's fine. Yep. Hang and out. then
1: John Saxon, because I forgot John Saxon was in this film. Um, he grabs her and shakes her out of it.
0: Yeah, and and then we see that she is never. She didn't jump into the grave. The grave, the coffin didn't even fall down. Nope. She just fell down and knocked her head on this bar
1: and has had a moment.
0: And like she, so she got knocked unconscious, and that gave Freddie an opportunity to yep. try and fuck with her. Yeah, uh, yeah. John Saxton is in it. So if you don't know who John Saxton was, he is the guy who played her dad, the police officer in Nightmare One and One.
1: No, he well, he, <laughs> he came back two? for three. Three. He was in three as well. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. You, as, yeah, as we've gone through because we've yes. done three. He's the, the dad in the bar. But... Yeah.
1: We unfortunately lost him last year.
0: Oh, yeah, that yeah, sucks. Yeah. Um, he's such a dad-looking dude. He's such a cop-looking dude as he well. Is. He should have been in Chips or something he like that. He should
1: have been. Well, he was in Nightmare Beach, which was a great film, and he played a cop in that.
0: Oh, nice. That's all you can. Um, that's great. we got John Saxton in the film, playing John Saxton. His yep. name's John, yep. which is nice. Um At this point in the film, I got the vibe, like after the funeral, she she speaks to like John Saxton for a little while or something, I got the vibe that everyone was getting fucked over by Freddie. They were all starting to have nightmares, but not as gnarly as Heather, like all of them were. Yeah. Like they were all kind of just like, just having nightmares though, and Freddie was involved in it. So they were all kind of a bit. Off their game of just, yeah.
1: like Because mm. everyone's no one's kind dismissi- of looking no to leave, but no one's talking to each other.
0: Yeah, and no, no one, one's talking about No that. one hundred percent dismisses Nancy's uh, no. theories either in the no. film. They're no. always just like, hmm. Yeah, and it's like they want to say something, and all of them hold back that like, they're yeah. like they're, they're Well, No one wants, to, no to, one be the wants to go on that fucking roller coaster. No. no, it's supposed to be real life. Um, and our funeral's over. We cut to Heather at home.
1: She's in it's bed. It's night time. Having a cry. Why not? Well, you've just lost your husband. You've buried him. I'd be crying too. Um, She hears a sound. um, She goes downstairs. Dylan, once again, he's at the TV in a daze watching A Nightmare on Elm Street and she wakes him up. She just kind of grabs him.
0: (laughs) Didn't learn from that first time. (laughs) You
1: never wake up a sleepwalker. And then he starts like singing the one. He does a scream. He does. He yeah, does. He does. Really like does he does do a lot of screams. Um, and Mia starts singing the "One Two Freddy's Coming for You" song. Um, she's like, "Where'd you hear this song? How do you know? Like, how do you know this? The fact that he's literally watching it on the TV does not, like, you know, indicate yeah. that it could have been there." Um, <laughs> he's like, "I hear the song in my bed. Like, I hear little girls. singing it. I hear the
0: children it. singing it. Yeah." yeah.
1: So it's like, and like okay,
0: now I gotta take him to the doctor. So like the, no. the man,
1: the man in my bed, and he's like, well, "What's the man trying to do?"
0: Is so for just the neighbor sneaking in?
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're back to the ICU again. Um, so he explains that the man's trying to get up into our world. Um, so then we we have another cut to just pointless chit chat. No, There's- no,
0: first we get a cut to the TV that's playing was playing Freddy. Uh, is
1: not uh, playing it, freddy.
0: No, or uh, it's not plugged it's, in. Yeah, it's, it's not dun, plugged dun, in. Dun, dun. <laughs> so then we're like, what well, do was it even on? Is it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like could just all be just like she thinks he's watching freddy. It could have been. Then dun, dun, dun. we cut to the next day. Yeah.
1: Let's think. forget about the other scene. There's a very brief scene where they're just talking about god and heaven.
0: Oh, um, yeah, yeah. which does
1: play a small role in the next scene. But you know, he's at this point he's rolling over to go to sleep. He tucks his little feeties up and he puts Rex down by his feet and she's sipping on coffee. So it's clear- it's also midnight. So
0: So she's clearly trying not to sleep either, yeah. which would also dislodge you a bit more, instilling more of the Is she crazy?
1: hmm
0: Is it mm-hmm. just not happening? Yeah. It would have been amazing if it just wasn't happening. That would have been a great ending. Yeah. But well, we all know it's not a horror film. That's not a, that's not a spoiler.
1: No. No spoilers.
0: So then we cut the next day, yep. they're at the playground, she's met up with John Saxton, they're sitting on a park bench, Dylan's playing in the playground. Yep. Um, they basically, her and John Saxton have a, a conversation of everything that's basically happened up until this point in the movie. I'm like, oh God. Yeah. You don't have to go over to every single character. We get
1: this this happens a couple of times throughout this film. Mm. Um and he's like he's a big old father figure, so we're sort of getting this whole like Nancy. He's
0: almost reprising his role as Nancy's father. Yeah,
1: almost. Um but she starts I mean, talking
0: Yeah, Nancy's father.
1: Yeah. She starts talking about like her family having mental health issues previously and she's worried that it's passed on to Dylan. Meanwhile, while she's talking about this and having this big old like woe is me family moment, Dylan has climbed to the very top of the the playground.
0: It's like a playground like jungle jimmy rocket. thing rocket. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, he's climbed in, he's kicked out like a grate that shouldn't have Which come out.
1: Shouldn't even be there to begin with. True. And so he's climbed out on top of it. So he's standing on the very
0: tip top. And this thing's like three stories high. It's
1: massive. So he's up there. He's he's standing there. He's got his arms reached out. And meanwhile, like, all of a sudden Heather sort of spies him. And she's just like. Fuck.
0: My son's like, he's like so precariously oh. standing on this point.
1: It's just very well placed for him to be standing perfectly there. It's a real thing. Falling. Yeah. Every rocket has one. Um, he immediately falls. So as soon as she spies him, he immediately falls, and she goes- John Sexton's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, he's like, oof. Um, she runs over. So meanwhile, like, while he's up there, they're just having a chat, but you can see all these, like, mums dragging their kids away. No one said anything. No one's screamed. No one's going, oh, my God, there's a child on top of the rocket. someone get the dragon? Oh, oh, my God. No, no. So she catches him, and- Which
0: he- I, I feel that even if you caught him, he'd still get hurt.
1: Someone's getting hurt. Like, yeah, if that no kid's one gets fully- hurt. It does not matter.
0: Did you know that the dad of Dylan in real life bought that rocket and installed it into their house after the film? Really? Yeah, he kept it.
1: That's interesting.
0: And weird? He's like,
1: okay, you haven't gotten any movie roles this week? Go stand up there.
0: Go stand on the rocket. Go stand
1: on the rocket. Um, Dylan just looks, at she, you know, she's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And he's yeah. like, God wouldn't take me.
0: Even God wouldn't take me. Mm-hmm. So he's are like, Jesus Christ, kid. And then like... John Saxon's looking at this kid going, man, you are fucked, up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Even you know, he's like, hmm, this chart ain't right.
0: Yeah. But still, no one says, go to the doctor, take yeah. your kid to the doctor.
1: Nope, nothing's happening. So we catch
0: the next day now at Heather's house.
1: Yep. She's the day- checked the mail. There's another odd letter.
0: There's so an odd letter with, yeah, it's, it's like, just a, like
1: a page out of something with a. It's
0: a page from a novel and there's a letter burnt into it. Like, yep. and. She puts it into opens the drawer and puts it into a whole drawer of a whole other drawer letters, full of them.
1: But I like that it's nowhere out of the way for him to find. Like he could just walk in and at any point, it's a whole
0: drawer devoted to yeah. crazy mail.
1: Yeah, she's just like, oh, another one, bam, in the drawer.
0: So, um, and that, and I'm like, yeah, cool, cool, whatever.
1: Yep. Um. So she, we get the scenes like Robert, Robert England. He's at home and he's painting. Heather gives him a call.
0: This is great. This was like, I wonder if Robert Englund is a painter. I
1: he's, think he is.
0: Like it, it, So he's painting a picture, and I wonder if the picture was his actual painting. I would hope so. He's got his purple shaded glasses he on. He's looking wicked. He
1: does. But he, he's just come out with his own blend of coffee.
0: In real, Oh, yeah, yeah. In real
1: life. Like, I would very much like to get
0: some. That'd be cute.
1: Anyway, they start talking. She's telling him all about the stalker, and it's it's giving her Freddy nightmares.
0: But he starts to see, talk a bit too. Familiar about Freddy at this stage. Yeah. So,
1: as soon as she starts mentioning that, he starts to get weird because she's like, "But he seems different." Um, and he's like, "Darker, darker,
0: more evil, more evil."
1: Call it a guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's like, "Well, how,
1: how do you?" And we know? don't
0: see what he's painting no. at this time.
1: No, so he's like, he's looking at his painting, and you know, we don't know what's happening.
0: We get the vibe um, that he knows more that's going on from being Freddy. Yeah. Like.
1: Something is clearly happening to him as well, but he's not really he's dealing
0: with it through yeah. art,
1: through art, yeah, which is, uh, expressing
0: his that's, feelings.
1: That's that's fine. Um, he
0: mentions that uh, uh, Robert Engler mentions that uh, Wes, um, about the new script. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, What did he say? He says, Like, Wes said this, she goes, How, How's the script going? And he said, Wes says the script, yeah, where's uh, the Wes says the script as far as going along. As far as, uh, it's not getting there like Dylan trying to reach God.
1: Yeah. So he's, she's like, w- where is Wes up to in the script? And he's like, I'm not sure he's as far as Dylan trying to reach God. Yeah. Which was literally the scene before. Dylan yeah, on yeah. the rocket trying no, to reach No, but he said God. Wes
0: said that he's yeah. as far as Dylan. Yeah. Up. So Wes is like, and then at this point you're like, hang on, is Wes, is, is Wes writing the script What's going on here? Like, because he wasn't there, yeah. Controlling people. What's going on? At one point, I was like, "Is Wes Freddy?" Mm. Anyhow, yeah. This is the part where I was like, "I, I was like, okay, color me intrigued."
1: Yeah. So like, some, yeah, something's to- definitely up. Um, and then she's like, "Oh, can we catch up today?" And he's like, "No, I'm no. I'm busy today, but we'll catch up next week. That's fine." She hangs up, and then we get this image of what he's been painting, and it's this—it's kind of really cool, um, cool and sort of surreal. Freddie. Yeah, first,
0: it's like it shows the bottom corner. And it's he's like, like faces, faces in agony, and it yeah. comes up, and it's like a picture of Fred, a painting of Freddie's Slush, and he's got the new glove. Mm-hmm. So that's where he, how he knew he's just like so he had vision because he wouldn't know what Freddie looked like at this stage because he hasn't no. acted. So he's getting visions. He, yeah, obviously he's having no—he knows what Freddie looks like. This new glove. Yeah, new glove, Freddie.
1: Um. Back to it's now nighttime. Heather's in bed. She's sleeping. She, well, she's tossing and turning. We're hearing this really like weird creaking. Like the house is <laughs> really creaking. Um, Dylan's walking around on the lower level. He's walking around the kitchen again. Um,
0: As in sleepwalking? Yeah,
1: yep. he's, yeah he's sleepwalking. Stuff. So at, we cut back to Heather and the tip of the glove comes up through the bottom of the sheet. Yep. Um, and then starts to very quietly rip down, which is so aesthetically pleasing for me. It's just like that night. Like when you're cutting paper and you just slide the scissors slide through. Slide the scissors through, yeah. <sighs> the little things in life. He
0: doesn't attack her, though. He just kind of no. slides next to her. So it
1: rips right down to the pillow next to her face. And it's very slowly the hand starts rising up out. So we get this big arm out of the, the sheet right above Heather.
0: And she snort wakes.
1: <laughs> Just as she snort wakes, Dylan's dropped something in the kitchen. Um, so he's dropped, like, all this cutlery through the kitchen. And she's awake. She's up. The glove's gone. And she's like, oh, my bed. Is ripped to shreds. Oh, okay, let's not think about any of that.
0: Yeah, let's let's put that one on the ba- on the back. There. Yeah, she
1: doesn't even like. Huh, that's odd. Let's move on.
0: Yeah, so she goes downstairs. She gets up because she yeah. hears the thing. She goes downstairs to see what, what all this commotion is, and it's Dylan there.
1: He's singing the Freddy song. In his um,
0: trance-like state,
1: he's he's walking over to her. So we get this shot of him singing the song. He's walking towards her. He's
0: hiding something behind he's, his back. This is hiding. when I thought, is that the Pet Cemetery kid? Because yeah. like, at that point, then i was like. Okay, um, go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's taped knives to his fingertips. Yeah. So he's just wrapped, like, little bandages around some knives and, um, you know, she's trying to talk to him. He's not having any of it. And he attacks her. He just, like, starts attacking her. Um, they roll around and then... Trick.
0: It's a dream. Uh, she's not wakes
1: <laughs> Wakes up, rolls out of bed. Um, she races downstairs. Dylan's in the... Can- Kitchen and he's just repeating, "Never sleep again," as he walks in a circle around all of this. So he's he's found the letters from the drawer.
0: Yeah, the, the,
1: he's put them out and it basically reads out, "Never, never sleep again." And no, he's it just says,
0: "Answer the phone."
1: Oh, it does. I apologize.
0: Which is wicked. It does so say, it, it "I not have that the in phone." My so long game. It Freddy's is a long, long game. game here. And then, of course, the phone rings.
1: Yep. Yeah, so Freddie phone, like, it's Freddie on the phone. Hi. We get this, like, really cool, like, oh, the tongue shot again.
0: Yeah, the tongue comes out of the mouthpiece and licks a, like, old-school Freddie vibe.
1: Yep, and it's, like, a split-second scene, um, and then Dylan starts foaming at the mouth.
0: He has has a full-blown He's he's
1: in a fit. He's foaming at the mouth. Did you Um, know?
0: I'm just going to put this in here. My friend used to sleepwalk. Yeah. Full on. And one night he got up. Weed in a pot plant, grabbed a knife and fork, and went to bed with them. <laughs> so, like, this thing about like, him putting, like, all, right, he will do things yeah. all the time um in his sleep. Like, yep. it's pretty crazy to think about that. Like, that people can do that. Like, yeah. Such such an autopilot. It is Anyhow, strange. finally, Heather decides to take Dylan to the doctor.
1: <laughs> huh. Something could be wrong with this kid. Let's take him to the doctor. I hated this doctor. I'd just like to say that right now. I hated her.
0: She's, um... She's, and I'm
1: sad that she didn't die.
0: Well, she was—I didn't hate her. She was like doing all. She was the voice of reason in this. If it wasn't a, um you got to think if it, the horror element wasn't happening, she was actually being a real doctor.
1: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I wasn't felt... doing it
0: tactfully. She was like no. nurse, ra- nurse ratchet. She
1: was being <laughs> so fucking condescending. I just, yeah, that was that for me was. It just kept coming back to the the you've let you're a bad parent kind of kind of deal. I don't think she was doing.
0: But they have a conversation. It's like yeah. you know, have you some watched any film? Like your films, because she knows who she is. You know, like so. But Heather like blazingly just doesn't mention any of the Freddy shit to this no, doctor.
1: No, you wouldn't. You'd be foolish.
0: Uh, and then um, she's just like, we got to keep him in. Yeah, you know. we're going
1: to keep him in overnight. Then Lynn Shay's in it. We get a uh, nurse, Lynn Shay. She's there, so she's um, Bob Shay's sister. She's the teacher from the original Nightmare on Elm Street film, and oh. she's in all of those, the, all of the New Line Cinema films. She's
0: oh, I didn't know that. We love
1: Lin Shay. she's fantastic.
0: um,
1: so you know Heather's there. She's giving Dylan a pep talk. You know, feeling better and coming. She's like, you just need to feel a little bit better. Once you feel better, you can come home. Um, like, don't worry. Like, I'm just over there. Like, where is our house?
0: Just over. The yeah, we're just over the multi-lane um, flyway.
1: Yeah. It's fine.
0: Just over the yeah, you, know, you can see it out the window. That's our house over there, just over there in that neighbourhood. It's
1: fine. Me... I'm 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 close. I'll be back. Don't don't worry. Um so Lin comes in, she's like, time for your medicine, cowboy, and gives him some sleeping pills. Just something to help him sleep. It'll be fine. They mm. so Heather kisses him goodbye, everybody leaves, and he just immediately spits out the pill.
0: Yeah, as in like he, he's hiding, yeah, and he puts it under his pillow. <laughs>
1: Cut to Heather driving, you know, she's she's pulled out of the car park and uh, she almost hit someone, she's really not in a good headspace right now, she's freaking out, she's driving through LA, we see all this debris and clean up from the quakes happening and immediately she calls Robert on her car phone Because car phones are a thing.
0: Yeah, they're right. um,
1: And gets this message stating that he and his wife are out of town.
0: Don't call us. We've left. It was like so blunt. It was like, yeah, we've left town. We will not be back. Don't try and contact us.
1: Yeah, it should have been like, dear Heather, fuck off. Love Robert.
0: We we are being haunted. We've left town. Going to wait for it to blow over.
1: Yep. So instead, um, Heather decides to go on a bit of a road trip. So we get this very nice, like, little, lovely countryside. And we end up at Wes Craven's house.
0: She visits Wes.
1: Mm. Wes?
0: Wes. Wesley? Wesley Craven? Wesley Craven. Um, Wes explains. Uh, this, this, so, this is when everything starts to unfold. Mm. Um, Wes he- basically explains. She's like, How's the new script going? Tell me about the new script. And, like, so Heather's talking to him as if, like, she's asking him questions about the script, but she's really asking him. How to solve her problems? Yes, pretty much. Uh, basically, you know what? Well, so how do you stop this new Freddy and all this stuff? So he explains that this, uh, that this new Freddy, in the script, is like this old evil, mm-hmm. this old entity which gets trapped by storytellers.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's it's taken on different forms in different times, um, and the. Um, its ultimate goal is the murder of innocence,
0: mm. and like it got, and it was like got trapped in the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Yeah, so this is in his script of what he's writing in his script of what this new film is going to be, and like because they finished the films, the series of Nightmare on Elm Street, the entity now got loose. Yeah, and it had nowhere to be, so it decided to attack. Start attacking the people who made the film,
1: yeah. So it's kind it's of a bit
0: gray area, it is.
1: So, like, the entity is, is there and it it wants to cross over and come into out of the films and into the reality. So, how would you go about doing that if you're an entity? You'd find the actors and recreate
0: this whole yeah, and thing it says that
1: in order to get it out.
0: It was in Freddie's character for so long, it kind of liked his it character. It kind of it got used to being him, so it's kind of, but it's not him, so it doesn't abide by all the rules. It can yeah. do whatever it kind of wants, and that's how it's like. Some of the things are a bit different. Yeah, it,
1: I did like though that because Wes was saying um, while she was asking about him writing the script, and he's like, he is like, I don't know where it's going. I basically get like, I have, I think he's like, I have a bit of a nap, and it comes to me, and then I write a scene. So he's basically so like. That's where she's asking for answers because obviously what is happening in his script is happening in her life and if he can't tell her where it's going, she's now kind of writing But it's like also
0: like because he's writing the script, his dreams are dictating their reality.
1: Yeah. Or is her reality dictating his dreams dictating the script?
0: We don't know.
1: This is fucking meta.
0: But I did like, yeah, I, I loved this concept. Um, and then like Wes is like, and I think he goes, she goes like, you know, where, where do you think the script's going to go? I didn't ask him what happens at the end. Yep. Yeah. but He's like, I think the only way to kind of stop him is to make another movie. When I'm like, that doesn't quite make sense. Cause you are making a movie. Yep. But or was he, was he talking within the script? So within the script, the actors to get out of it had to make another movie within the script, not yep. what's happening in real life. Yeah. And I really like this line. He's like, are you ready to play Nancy one last time? And I liked that. I yeah. was like, it's cool.
1: Well, yes, because he explains, like, there is a gatekeeper. So, there is someone stopping him from crossing over into the real world, and it's you. So, Nancy, you are the first person to humiliate and defeat him. You are the gatekeeper. So, yeah. he's got to get through you to get into the real world. And,
0: like, movie Inception. Yeah. It's like, and then... um. I like at this point where he kind of even like you, you feel that Wes Craven knows that it's all happening. Yeah, like he and he kind of is guilty that the creation of this script is actually destroying everyone around. So he's mm. basically murdering people by yep. writing into the script.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Um, I did like. Um, is this at the point where you see the the computer screen as uh, well? Yes. I love. So we little... see the script. The script is on the computer screen in the background, and we see it for a brief moment. And it's just the last bit of conversation that we've heard. So, yep. so life is create right, that reality is creating the script as they go. Mm. So basically, we're watching the creation of a film through real life. And as like I said, it's Inception. It doesn't make any sense. So. Yep. All right, Christopher Nolan. I mean, if Nolan did it. it wouldn't it make even less sense?
1: Oh my god! You just
0: had to let go of a couple of ideas because I feel. So there there were some of the bits that didn't make sense. Well,
1: yeah, because I think like when we caught up for lunch the other day, you were saying that you had a bit of an issue with that scene. Yeah. Like because she just didn't react to it or ask any further questions. It just cuts off.
0: Well, on the script on the on the the on the TV on the computer says like they had that conversation and then it says fade to black and the and the film just fades to black and I was like. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> Wait up. And then I tried to go over it in my head of what I was seeing and I couldn't work it out. Yeah. And I just, and I, I came to the conclusion that they, like uh, the movie, uh, the real writers in real life, at West Coast, he hadn't quite got the whole concept down yet. Yeah. And it had a lot of red herrings in it and stuff like that. It's still a great idea, but as I said, like, I just don't think, yeah, we'll get to that.
1: Yeah, we will get to that. Yeah. Fade to black. Yeah.
0: And I like that it said fade to black and then it faded to black.
1: Yes. Um, then Heather's sitting in bed. She's, she's reading about sleep deprivation in children. And then we get, yeah,
0: she's re- she's, re- she's researching paranoid schizophrenia.
1: Yeah. We get this another useless flash of everything that has happened in the film so far. Just like with a nice little blue overtone.
0: And like overlaid words of what she's reading and yep. her reading, just saying certain words like paranoid schizophrenia can be brought down in family. Like, you know, yeah. sleep deprivation. It's <laughs> saying words. like
1: It's like basically the short version is your child's not sleeping. He acting crazy. Put the kid to sleep.
0: I, I thought this was a ham-fisted attempt for uh, us to go, is it just dream? Is mm. it all just the, the, the kid? You know, but yeah. no, it was too little, too late.
1: Because also the, once you have that, like, um, that group sort of mentality that once you get some person believing something and enough you get that that everyone stuff starts-
0: confirmation bias and-
1: yeah, thank you. Yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like this scene should have been before the last scene. Like they should have every scene. There needed to be a counter scene to count to counteract stuff that was happening in every scene. I feel like to make you feel like is she just crazy?
1: Yeah, but- I kind of felt that there was a lot of scenes, and again, I'll get into that later. That just were not necessary.
0: Just a lot of scenes. Just
1: get rid of some of it. This is this was the longest Nightmare on Elm Street film.
0: Hmm. So then she's uh, she's doing her research and then suddenly the TV turns itself on, oh. Psh, oh. comes on, um, and it's a news report about two special effects men mur- working on the new Nightmare on Street film have been murdered.
1: They've been found dead in the field, slashed to death by Uh-oh. wheat. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> like what did they get slashed by? They just said slashed to death. And as she reads that, as she sees that, she's like, oh my god! And then suddenly <laughs> another earthquake happens and knocks. Out the lights in her house.
1: Yep. So the house is is really at this creaking kind of like kind of thing at this point. And she's walking around the house, um, and she's like trying to investigate. Like, oh, is there anything here? Like, why is my house creaking? Like, it's a really eerie creak as well. I think there
0: was like uh, in the background, it showed like the um, the the big crack in the wall where like it's, Freddy's Slash was. And I'm like, oh, nice continuity. That's yeah.
1: Good. So the the Slash seemed a lot. Sort of thicker and bigger now. So with every earthquake, it's sort of growing. Um, and she's like standing sort of outside of her closet, and she's looking at her bedside table where her she had a, a coffee maker set up next to her bed as she did in yeah the she had a front.
0: percolator she yeah had a percolator going twenty four hour yeah. coffee next to her bed.
1: She'd be shitting prolifically if she was drinking that much coffee. Oh like man, you'd out. be
0: glitchy and shitty. You'd be <laughs> like a fucking mess. You'd be uh, like. What's glitchy and shitty? Yeah, you'd be like a bad video
1: game. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't played it. I can't answer that. I'm I sorry. have.
0: Um, it is glitchy, shitty. So she's
1: noticed that it's now broken on the carpet and it yeah, it's sort like sort of seems that's, weird. To that's her. not
0: where I left it. Yeah. In front of this closet. Oh,
1: convenience. And she opens the closet and we get this like um clothes. Just clothes. Just standard closet. Huh. Great. And then burst out Freddy. Freddy he burst. screams out like Miss me, and we get this new look, Freddie. Um, again, it's not a huge good glimpse at him. He's, his sweater seems a little bit lighter, and his face is sort of a little bit more demonic.
0: Yeah, it's like more that he's not as much burnt, that he's more just a bit, yeah, yeah. angular and shit. And he calls her Nancy. Yes. He goes, Nancy. He, <laughs> so does. he like, He's totally... He, he doesn't even know that she's Heather. No. So to me. He, no.
1: So to him, he's like playing out the remainder of the, the original film just with the person who was
0: Nancy. And he slashes at her?
1: Yep. So they have a, a tussle and he does slash at her and like right across her arm, similar to the first film. Um, And then he just sort of slips away and rolls under the bed.
0: Oh, okay. another tremor happens and she wakes yep. up. Yep. So it's just like, oh, that was all another, you know, a snort like <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm awake now. So then Heather, for some reason, goes, oh, fuck, 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 shit, shit, dicks. I need to go to the hospital and see my son for some reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty certain that was probably explained at some point, but we, I don't think it was.
0: Yeah, well, she, I think she just panics yeah. and goes, like, he's real. i got to go protect Dylan.
1: Yeah, so if he's in this place for sleep deprivation, they're going to put him to sleep. He's going to come for Dylan. I've got to go get Dylan.
0: So she rushes to the hospital. Um. Uh, and then they, so she's, the babysitter's there as yeah. well. What's her name? Julie. Julie.
1: She's in there and she, she's,
0: like, she's just like, I just felt like I, like
1: I just needed to see him. I felt like I needed to see it. Like, why can't I, I see it? I had this him?
0: dream in there. Yeah, it's at the middle of the night and they're not letting me see like, Yeah, I know. They don't let people in. Yeah, in the no, you're not You're hospital. not a family
1: member. Like, you know, not letting you in.
0: Um, anyhow, the, the big nurse, Ratchet. Yep. They get let in for some reason. Uh, nurse Ratchet sees um, the, uh, Heather has her arm all slashed up and she's yep. like, oh, She's like, let's she's let's like, go check. Child.
1: She's like, what? How did this happen? And she's like, it happened in the earthquake. She's, she's also
0: reckon. Like, she's like, what's wrong with Dylan? He's like, he's fine. He's just in an oxygen chamber. He's fine.
1: Yeah, he had another fit, and he's in an oxygen chamber. Didn't think to call and let the mother know that your child has had <laughs> another fit and is now in the ICU in an oxygen tent.
0: We well, actually with my kid, like stuff happened to him, and we didn't find out till the next day. We went really to hospital sometimes.
1: Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah,
0: they probably like get. Gauge how much stress the mother is under to whether it's worth All Right, right, uh, they've got the situation under control. Yeah. There's no point in stressing them out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Heather was pretty fucked in this.
1: Yeah, no. Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: yeah. Although it was the American hospital system, it's probably the one just fucked.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, she she takes off uh, she's like, Okay, we need to go check this out before we can talk to Dylan.
0: Yeah, okay, slashed arms. Yeah. Bleeding everywhere.
1: Um so then she's um talking to Am I missing? This? I'm, I'm right. So her and the doctor are talking now.
0: There's two times when she her takes up. her to the office. This is yep. the first time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's, she's checking out the wounds.
0: She's just like. Uh. She's like
1: they happened tonight. She's she's like they happened in the earthquake. She's like, oh, these look too fresh. She's like the earthquake that was 15 minutes ago.
0: And she's like,
1: what and the are doctor's like, about? huh? Mustn't hit us here across, across the, the freeway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, ah, oh, so that maybe she's like dream earthquaking.
1: Yep.
0: Dream quaking.
1: And the doctor starts talking about Dylan. The nurse has overheard him talking to himself talking about Freddy. So she's she's just immediately starts blaming. She's like, did "You you, haven't you have it. You yeah. have let. It's like you defied me. You you told me you didn't, but you did. You did let him watch those films. How dare you lie to me like that?"
0: Yeah, she's and then she's basically like, "Fuck off, come."
1: I yeah. <laughs> At this point I'm just like, "You acting a damn fool, nurse lady. Doctor, she's a doctor." Like, I was, I just wanted to slap her.
0: But then we kind of just cut to like Nancy asleep on, uh, you know, in the chair next yep. to Dylan in the oxygen chamber. Yep. Dylan wakes up. He, he kind of sits up. He opens, he pulls his oxygen chamber open. Mm-hmm. And then basically, Exorcist vomits all he over does. Nancy. Like, like, he starts
1: saying some weird, creepy fucking shit and then immediately vomits all over her and has another
0: fit. Um, And then, yeah, he has another fit. All the nerf, the the staff come in. They, you know, uh, you know, try to help Dylan. The the nerf ratchet. I don't know what her real name is.
1: Comes, in, you know who
0: Nurse Ratchet is? Yeah, I know. Yeah. of course I do. Yeah, comes in and she's like, "What's going on here? We got to operate straight away." She lifts up her hand and she's got the like, Freddy glove on, yeah, or the Freddy hand, yeah. And then she turns blatantly into, D- into Dylan, into Freddy, and then um, once again, Heather snort wakes. <laughs> <laughs> she's just still in the chair next to Dylan. He's still asleep. Like oh, he's so, not. He's gone. Oh no, he's gone.
1: He's gone. So Dylan's gone, and she's like, "Where the fuck is my kid? Like, she's what are you screaming. doing?" Whee! Um, doctor comes in. She's like, he's gone for more testing. Like, he's just gone downstairs. It's okay. It's like, it's okay. You're fine. Um And then she, like, walks past um to where Dylan's being held for his testing. And the nurse immediately says, hey, you need a pass to be in here. And in, in true Nancy fashion, she just walks past going, screw your pass. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Um, so, at this point, Julie is in with Dylan in the room. Yep. Um, and the doctor has basically, she's not going to let them leave.
0: No, she's like, you gotta, you got to stay like, here. And then Julie's yep. like, I'll stay here. And then Dylan has this conversation with Heather going like,
1: I need Rex to
0: protect me. She's yep. like, I'll go get Rex. Yeah,
1: it's like, uh, look, I, I did all this shit to get here. I'm probably in a lot of trouble with the feds right now, but I'm going to leave you and go get your dog. With dimes.
0: your babysitter in the yep. middle of the night. Um, also we've noticed that Heather now has a gray streak of hair. Yes. Like coming down like all the way out. And I was like, I always like a gray streak. The Nancy streak. The trauma.
1: Yep. I love it.
0: Trauma. Uh, Did she get that? That was in Nightmare 3. She had a streak as well?
1: Well, she had it in the first one. She got it in the first one. So she, when she was in the, um.
0: But she didn't in real life. Like she didn't at the start. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, 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 no. Um.
0: So, she goes to get go get Rex. Yes. Um, and then the... Yeah.
1: So, it's Julie and Dylan. No,
0: she goes to go get Rex. Yeah. And then the police rock up as she's leaving and they're like, lady, you have to come <laughs> with us. They're like, yeah, you should, hey. It's like... <laughs> You're going great. <laughs> mm, yeah. And they take her to... um yeah, they take her away into uh, like a, a a conversation room, yep. like in the hospital, to ask her some questions, probably about child abuse.
1: Yes, mm, <laughs> surprisingly.
0: And then we cut back to the babysitter Julie, and then like the nurses.
1: Two nurses come. I like this scene as well. So two nurses come in, and then one is immediately walks over to Dylan, and just kind of just give him a little pat on the back. One nurse we see very. She's at the medicine cabinet, and she's like putting something. She's making
0: the up. Yeah, like a she's making storage. up a shot.
1: Um, and Julie's like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, we need to give him something to help him sleep. And she's like, no, you can't. Your mother, like the mother, the said. mother has said not. So she gets up to go to the nurse. And as she gets up to go to the nurse, the nurse next to Dylan, bam, needle in the arm. Yeah, the, she got the fucking drop on him. I yeah, love it. Yeah,
0: she, she knew this was going to happen. So that, yeah, yep. the, the real shot had already been made. So and-
1: then Julie just out and out fucking punches the nurse in the face. I'm like. Oh, that that escalated real quick. Yeah,
0: there's already police in the building. You're clearly gonna go to jail, but no one goes to jail. <laughs>
1: um, and during this little tussle, like both syringes are on the floor. No, one syringe ends up on the floor, so she picks it up, and then the nurse is like, "Oh, hey, put that down." She's like, "Well, I know what's in that one, but do you know what's in this one?" And it's like, "Okay."
0: That was a good yeah, and she runs away. Yeah, so that, Dylan, that's the coward nurse. she's yeah. like in every sense, she's a coward.
1: She's like, "Oh, fuck off."
0: Um, not- and then, like you know, she's like holding Dylan. Like, don't fall asleep. Don't fall He's asleep. He's like, I'm
1: getting sleepy, Julie. I Can't
0: fall asleep. Can't fall asleep. At, at this point, um, then we, we know that Dylan has fallen asleep, and we know yeah. that when Dylan falls asleep, for some reason, Freddie has power over everyone. Yeah. In in reality, like Dylan's like this weird like.
1: He's a conduit. Yeah. Which is in- it's always the kids because they're more susceptible to that kind of stuff.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Dylan. We think he's awake, but he's not because he can sleepwalk. So he can still be awake when he's even awake. Exactly. So it gets confusing at this point in a grey area. So we see Freddy like as like the babysitter. Julie's like shaking Dylan. We see Freddy like rise up behind her in that kind of horror shot. This was the best scene in the film. This was wicked.
1: I loved this scene. So we get the full look of Freddy. So he's like his his face is kind of a little bit more square. He looks like the weekend, who's apparently had some plastic surgery and looks absolutely disgusting right oh, now. Oh well I had got- to learn who the weekend was to make that he reference. He makes comics. I don't know. Um, um
0: He yeah, so he's got a he's got a jacket now and yeah. he's got a new
1: He's got a new hat. A
0: green fedora. Yeah. And I was like <sighs> I didn't yep. like it.
1: No. I was just
0: like why would, a, why would an entity get a new hat? <laughs>
1: it's like Malibu Stacys it's, but he's it's got a new hat.
0: He was just like in a fedora and a jacket. He just looked like a college kid. He, he had- That's at the uni bar. The kid
1: that was about to shoot up the college or- yeah,
0: No, nah, he's a milady.
1: Yeah, a fucking <laughs> He's, he's
0: miladying her. <laughs> I just didn't understand why Freddie would get a new hat and jacket. I thought the jacket looked cool. Yeah. But like-
1: Well, he had the pop collar. Of course that looks cool.
0: It yeah, looks badass. Still, Milady. <laughs> he could have been a school shooter, you're right. He could have been. Uh, because yeah. he
1: was wearing the combat boots, too.
0: Yeah. yeah. Combat boot Because he used to wear, like, work, like, this shoes. Mm mm-hmm. um, So he's, he's really turned into a school shooter, my lady. What's that thing, like, insect? The incels. Incel? Yeah. Uh, as in, let like, the not have sex? Uh, yeah. I reckon that's what he is. He's yeah. the embodiment of all the internet hatred of all <laughs> the men who are suffering from women not giving them sex.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Withholding mm-hmm. sex from them because they deserve it. Sure. Anyhow. Yep. I went on a tangent. Anyhow, he he comes up behind <laughs> Julie. Yep. And he stabs her in the back Ugh. and lifts her up off the ground. Meanwhile, this, do you know what I like about this scene? Everyone sees it. Yes. So the nurses run back straight away and see this Julie floating in the air with blood pissing out of her back. And mm-hmm. they're like, goo. Um, and the
1: other nurse, she fucking bolts again. She's just oh, like, cowardness. I'm out. out.
0: Carol says, like, I don't get paid enough. Um, no. And then we get the ultimate like Nightmare on Elm Street thing where Freddie drags her around the wall. So you've got, obviously the whole set is a turning room. Yep. And he drags her like you know he. he it kind of works really well because he slams her up against the wall, and then the gravity shifts when he hits her onto different walls. Yeah, it was really cool.
1: It looked good. It was
0: well executed. And she's like going up the side of the wall. He and he walks up the walls like yep. so He's standing vertical in the room. And we see like. Uh, we see Dylan sitting on the chair. He's still. just
1: sitting there, like with this like terrified, almost like Danny Torrance, like freaking out kind of look on his face, and he's just like, "Huh?" And he's like, "What do you think?"
0: Yeah, yeah. So, but then everyone sees this girl getting dragged around the yeah. roof, and he get he slam he throws her into the top of the roof, into the ceiling. She slams up into that, and he walks around, and um, yeah. So she's up there. The nurses are seeing her, like, "What's going on?"
1: And he pretty much just—he says
0: a line, Freddie, to to to, I think to what, Dylan. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's something about like, have you ever played the game, like, skin a cat or something? Yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty certain he just snaps her neck, and then that's the end of it.
0: And he clicks her fingers, and she just falls. Oh yeah, he just snaps snaps yeah, her neck, and then she
1: kind of just yeah.
0: And then the moment she dies, she falls down and slams onto the ground, which yeah. everyone sees. This, um, so, I loved how everyone saw it. I love this scene. This is one of the best Nightmare on Street Kills I thought ever. Um. And then the film goes downhill from here.
1: Mm,
0: Yep. Uh, We're in the
1: final stretch now. So this is pretty much the final stretch of the film, I reckon.
0: Well, like, now Heather kind of, she's talked to the police and they kind of just let her go?
1: Yeah, well, I think the the alarm sounds, like code yellow in the pediatric and she's just like fucking Dylan. So she runs out, she's run into the, the room and Julie is dead on the ground and Dylan is gone.
0: Yeah, and instead of like being upset that her babysitter is there, she just turns around and goes, "Where's my son?"
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So <laughs> she's pretty angry.
1: So she, um, she's in the car. She calls John Saxon. Um, and at first,
0: she looks out the window and just sees, "Oh, look, so I'm not that. Uh, he's gone home to get yep. Rex."
1: Because he was, she was meant to do it. She didn't do it. And she he's still sleepwalking. Yeah, still
0: in his state.
1: So she's driving and she's on the phone to John. She's like, "I like." I need to find him. Like something's happening. All this shit's going down. She spies Dylan heading for the freeway.
0: She yeah. So she hangs up on John Saxton. Didn't, didn't really need to ring him then.
1: No, you don't.
0: She she stops her car. She like gets out. She's like.
1: Yep. So he's at the the edge of this freeway now. Cars just barreling past. Like, whew, go going go on full speed. Um, we
0: see Freddie. Yeah, the clouds just start this to cloud change. Cloud in the sky, and yeah, the clouds kind of form Freddy in the sky. So there's a giant. We've always got a giant Freddy Krueger in the sky. Can, mm-hmm. can Nancy see this?
1: I don't know if she can. Dylan yeah. definitely can. So he's freaked out, and he just starts fucking walking. He just into bolts
0: into traffic in yeah. this huge six lane highway or whatever it is.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's then, huge.
0: Uh, but then Freddy, like, giant finger claw comes down, hooks him behind his neck. Yeah. And lifts him up. So he's a float, and it keeps showing reality. He's a floating child. Yeah. And he's just tormenting him in front of cars, like laying him down, yeah. and then just before the car hits him, he brings him up. And I'm not sure why he does this.
1: Uh, I don't know. I um, don't
0: know. And yeah, Heather runs out and just gets clocked by a car. Oh,
1: she fucking gets hit by a car, And then she?
0: shrugs it off straight away. Yeah. She's like, I'm fine.
1: Yep. And it's like, well, I have the mother power.
0: Mother power. That yep. mother
1: power, that mother strength.
0: Mother strength. So she she shrugs off the car. She's like, I'm all cool. That's that's fine with me. All yep. I'm um
1: And then Dylan spies like an army of Krugers heading towards like it's just like all these Freddy Krugers that have just come up to a fence.
0: It's like Freddy needs Dylan to get home for some reason. And he's yes. making him get there, but he's trying to Yeah, because he looks back and, and just sees like a million Freddies like on the other side of the freeway. Coaxing him to go home, yeah. right, So, for some reason. I don't know. Um. Anyhow, they both make it home. Yes. He- uh, Dylan makes it home first. Heather gets there shortly after, and then suddenly John Saxton rocks up at the house.
1: Yeah. Startles her. Um. Dylan comes out with Rex. Um. And then I think they exchange some words, and then so Heather and John they decide to go out. He's like, "Let's."
0: This is let's my favorite. This is my second favorite scene in the whole film. Her, yeah. Them talking. They walk out the front of the house, and then all of a sudden, they're having this conversation, and and John Saxton starts falling into the role of her dad. Yeah. And then he mentions like she's just like, and then he calls Nancy. What are you doing? And yep. she's like, Why are you calling me Nancy, John? And he's like, Who's John? Yeah. And like so
1: now, and then you're like,
0: Ooh, and then it, she look. It shows a shot of her. Then cuts back to John Saxton, and so he's in the cop uniform. So Freddie's reality now, like from getting Dylan into the house, is breaking out like yep. the whole. He, he's basically create making nightmare on Elm Street real, mm. like for everyone. He's like shaping reality.
1: That's right. So he's got to bring it into the real world.
0: Because as I said, because like they don't have to make a film. Because he's trying to bring the, the nightmare into the real film. So like as into the into the real world. And so he's bending the rules of reality, which is yeah. cool. I like it. Yeah, I I'm like... okay with it. Uh, and then, like, she kind of looks down, and now she's in her original jammies. Yeah. From Elm Street, and then she runs back into the house, and it pans back to show it's the original Nightmare House. Yeah. Which I love that house. So she's back in Elm Street. She's back in Elm Street. Um, I loved it. I thought that scene was so good. Just like the, all the nods, mm-hmm. they're all there.
1: So in between this scene happening, we get this scene of Dylan's bed, it's starting to shake, it's starting to smoke, Um, and then, of course, like, Freddy comes up.
0: Think, uh, through the sheet. He comes up through like the
1: sheet, like this crazy ghost, and he starts, to he, like, rips through it, and then we get this rip-through reveal of him coming out of the bed, out of the sheet, so now he's in the real world.
0: Yeah, he's in our world, or... Is he? Because Dylan might just be like creating this vortex yep. of like dream world or whatever. We're not quite sure. And yep. Nancy runs into home like Nightmare on Elm Street's playing. Nightmare on Elm Street One's playing on the on the TV, trying to be as matter as fuck. Yeah. Like.
1: Um, Dylan's gone. He's disappeared. Um, but she finds a sleeping pill. So one of the sleeping pills that he spat out is she now sees on another the floor. one
0: in. Well, she like, hang on. This is the trail he's mm-hmm. leaving me.
1: You leave me a trail of breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs. It's coming full circle.
0: Um. So she goes to to the bed, pulls the sheets o- o- off. Yep. And he's not there. Nothing Nothing's there, there. No more breadcrumbs. And she's like, "Hang on. You've given me a gateway." And she starts just popping the pills. Yeah, peels. she does.
1: So Rexy's also on the on the ground, all completely ripped up, indicating that the battle has been lost. I
0: feel they missed an opportunity. To show Rex in the dream world fighting.
1: I would have liked that.
0: I fully thought the moment they saw it could, like, you know, when you can bring anything into the real world, into the dream world. Yeah. Becomes, I thought there could have been, like, a really bad CG or raptor fight.
1: It would have looked like the dinosaurs from the Super Mario Brothers movie.
0: No. Nah, or, or or dinosaurs. The um...
1: Ooh. Anyhow. Anyway. Anyway.
0: Um, yeah, so she takes the pills, and the moment she takes the pills, she opens the covers again, and there's another pill there. Yeah. So I'm like, what is the message here? It's
1: like, The mm, yep. more
0: pills you take, the more your reality, be- like the more your confirmation bias them, like, becomes real. Your
1: parental ability gets better. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and at this point, you st- I was still like, man, you still just might be crazy. You're popping pills like a fucking, like a, an addict. Like, yeah. And you're you're 100% booked into your story.
1: Well, that's because that's the thing. Like, you know, we are in this point of like, well, she's clearly taking drugs and she clearly believes this. And <laughs> uh, this, uh, okay. Um, so she's she's going deeper down to the bed. So she's in the
0: bed portal. Yeah, a she's in the bed, bed. portal. So it feels the, like when you're a kid, yeah. It's
1: huge tunnel and she's heading down it.
0: And it um, suddenly turns into, like, sewer. It turns into a bit of a slip and slide. Slip and slide sewer. It's, like, familiar. Like, you know, zooming past, it's changing into, like, you know, that Freddy kind of world, like the boiler room, the yep. grates. you know. Yep. She's sliding in. She falls down and goes plush into a big puddle, into a big, like, pool.
1: Yeah, so she comes out of this giant Freddy mouth into and falls into this, like, Geiger-type hellscape.
0: Well, no, it's like – um. It reminded me heaps from Night at Freddy Six with all the Roman pillars and yeah. shit from like the original Three Gods yep. that gave him the power. Were like in Roman times for some reason. So there's a lot of pillars happening. Mm. It's like it's like the the Roman Empire mixed with the dreamscape boiler room. Yeah. Well, Yeah.
1: They're trying to merge the two.
0: It looks like one of those like you know the, oh, I forgot the artist the painting that does those hellscapes in like the 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 the, the, the art gallery. Kind of thing vibe where you know people getting eaten and you know people getting stuck up the ass with oh. things and stuff like that. I don't know, anyhow,
1: yeah. So it's, then there's like fire, is you know, she sort of gets up, she looks around, runs like runs around dream wheel for a while, fire. she's basically at where the film began, she's in that same location that the where the film started,
0: she, yeah. She's just running around basically, yeah. She is like, and then she spies a book on the ground, yeah. She's like, What's that paper? And she looks at it, and it's the movie script. Yeah. At this point, why didn't she just go to the end and find out what to do? I think it was yes. writing itself as. I think so. So then she opens the script, and she reads the exact moment that she is having. And yeah. I, so the, the script reads something like. Um,
1: there was no as, movie, at, only her life.
0: Yeah, there, there was no movie. There was no everybody goes there. At the exact, so as she reads the word, she, I, you know, this Totally just reminded me of Spaceballs, you know, when they get the pirate version of the film yep. to sound out what's going to happen next, and they get to now, and goes, when's now? now? Now. When was that? Then. When? Now. now. No, you just missed it. <laughs> when is now? Now. When? Then. <laughs> when's that? Oh, you just missed it. Like, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, like, great- it was such a great... was that kind of, And I loved it. Like so yeah. the, But then I'm like, is the script relevant at this point? Like, because it's reality... This is where I got boggled, When I'm like, okay, uh, I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah, at this point,
1: it's like 10 o'clock at night, and I'm starting to get really tired, and I'm like, just just, just, when are we going to get there?
0: Anyway, Dylan rocks up out of nowhere, and she basically nearly punches him in the face (laughs) from behind, (laughs) puts a fist up. (laughs) Yep. Uh, And then basically straight away, Freddy rocks up. Now, this Freddy um, is the worst Freddy we've ever encountered, as in like... It's like he doesn't know. I mean, he'd been Freddy all that time. He would yeah. have known better. All he does is run around and get hurt.
1: There's really not a lot of interaction. Like there's no quippy one-liners. There's no.
0: Well, he's supposed to be a more eviler, yeah. non-one. Apparently he's like the the Nightmare, the, the Freddy that Wes Craven originally designed. Yeah. And then he he just churned into like this more like kind mm. of wisecracking dude. Anyhow. Yeah. Um,
1: so Kruger attacks, somehow, the, like, knocks over a, a thing of snakes and eels. Yeah. The, and he's like, like, pick your son a pet bitch or something? Yeah. So she immediately picks up... An eel. An eel and eels him in the eye.
0: She, uh, she stabs him in the eye with, with an, an eel. eel. Not
1: even an electric eel that could start electrocuting him.
0: No, no. They this, didn't have that in the budget. This is what I was like, what? And this really hurt him. And I'm like, why are you so weak? And it's suffering from idiot, like, final form. Yeah. Like, I feel this yes. film.
1: Oh, man. You and your final form like
0: hatred. The, yeah. The final form. like the, the, the disappointing end. Like, he's not even that. He's just an idiot. He's just a man in yeah. this. He's not even got any power. He's in the dream world. Why would an eel hurt him? I don't know. An eel. Ill. I, I, Ill. <laughs> um, I don't And know. then, like.
1: They spar. They, they spa. trade some some blows. Yeah,
0: It's it's just like wrestling. Right? Yeah. Not even like, he could just kill her instantly. He, yeah. could, he could disappear.
1: He's not using any of He could his turn blood. into an eel. He's got a cool glove. He's not using that.
0: Dylan rocks up behind him and stabs him in the bloody leg with a kitchen knife. Yes. Freddy. And Freddy's like, ah! My, why would that hurt him? No, it shouldn't We've hurt him. We've seen many times him chopping his own fingers off yeah. for fun and shit like that.
1: So, I mean, maybe this is like... A Dylan hellscape, so he's making the. I don't fucking know. This is, maybe Dylan much.
0: has more power, yeah, over the rules because
1: quite possibly.
0: <laughs> anyway, Nancy, um, She's just,
1: so Heather gets knocked unconscious, um, and so now the chase is on between Kruger and. Dylan. But isn't
0: she already unconscious from being taking <laughs> she all gets, those pills?
1: She gets inception unconscious.
0: She gets unconscious She's in upon another unconscious. Level. Yeah, so time's going double time for her. Yeah. Uh, pretty much. And then Fred, Fred then there's this, this like this mincing scene of Freddy chasing Dylan yeah. around the dreamscape. Dylan outsmarting Freddy in his own boiler room. Yep. Considering he was a ch- I mean like, how did he even how did he kill any children if he's this weak?
1: Yeah, I don't know. He's a
0: disappointing child murderer. Children
1: are pretty um agile, I guess. And uh, I Dylan
0: know. gets into the boiler. Yep. As then he's in, in the furnace. The furnace. The, the yep. furnace that we assume is the one that killed Freddy. That's yeah, why. I don't know why Freddy. Which hates- is a
1: similar furnace to Hansel and Gretel.
0: Which I didn't actually get that, but yeah, because yeah, I was thinking, oh, thinking, furnace. It's his furnace that the, the, the town burned him in. He gets in there, and then for some reason, even though Freddy isn't constrained by um, uh, you know the form that he's in, can't reach yeah, Dylan he in can- <sighs> in the thing. So he yeah. a, a very, 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 very <laughs> slow um. Freddy yeah. arm stretch. Very
1: similar to the opening of it where it pulls his arm out of the the well, sewer to it. grab the kid, which
0: it, it fucking did work Well in it. it's about it's different because he's all about fear. Yeah. He needs to like tenderise them up with fear. Oh,
1: that kid's plenty tender right now. Yeah. He's like a smoked brisket.
0: Anyhow, Nancy's outside, he she wakes up and like, <laughs> <laughs> she <snort laughs> wakes. She's still in the dream. Don't worry, she didn't snort out no, of it. She's she lucky didn't. she, she didn't just kinda woke. She's out. lucky she didn't snort out of it.
1: So, she's uh, got to start running. So, she's running up. She's got to go back up some stairs.
0: Which weren't there before. Which
1: weren't there before, which are there now. But she's fine.
0: It's a dreamscape. It's fine.
1: I don't care. And, and they, they become the stairs from the first film. Yeah, the
0: goo stairs. So, so the, the goop. A...
1: She's running through the goop.
0: So, so, um, so, so, Freddie's like, Freddie can do that. Why doesn't he do everything else? I anyway, It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. No, anyway,
0: Freddie eventually grabs Dylan, gets him with his long arm. Yeah. Brings him over. And he goes, he says a line, I'm going to eat you up or something. I'm going to eat swallow your soul.
1: Yeah, like, something, I mean, something. something
0: evil Dead-esque.
1: Yeah. And, and his and uh,
0: mouth kind of stretches. Oh, this didn't look that good.
1: It It did, It looked, so it, you've seen the stuff? Yeah. So you know when the guy starts to, it's all coming out of his mouth and he, he very similar scene, it looked better in the stuff, which was made in the 80s, yeah, than the, it did in this. So
0: Freddie's mouth is opening wider and wider through like a practical effect to fit yeah. Dylan's whole head into his mouth. Yeah. Um, and he basically, he's going to try and eat Dylan and I'm like, mm-hmm. usually when Freddie kills someone, he has like a, a, theme. Like I feel more that like a bed would have attacked him. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, cause Dylan has like bed problems. Just sleeping. anything. Anything but that. Yeah. Anyway, um.
1: Heather comes in, she st- stabs him.
0: Stabs him with the kitchen knife. This kitchen knife plays a big part. They're it lucky. Does. like she bo- Oh, we forgot to mention she brought this kitchen knife with her, like the whole time, from yep. the kitchen before she went into the kitchen.
1: Yeah, so she chose to bring in not a dinosaur, but a kitchen knife.
0: Yeah. So Choices. She stabs him in the back because he's half still hanging out the boiler because he can't, you know. Even though his arm can stretch, his head can stretch. For some reason, he can't fit into the boiler.
1: No, he can't shrink himself. I'm pretty certain if he tried half enough and thought about it, he Where's could actually you're
0: fit in You fucking blew You blew the ending. You <sighs> blew it. You blew it. Yeah. Um, anyway, he.
1: So he that... immediately, like, I think Hang on, he's,
0: he's he in ends the board. up
1: in the, the fucking furnace. Yeah, and he then he, gets... like, attacks her with his tongue.
0: Yeah, he does get into the furnace. I don't know how, how that happened. I don't eh? know.
1: It was a blink and miss. Anyway,
0: they lock him in the furnace, but the yep. furnace kind of has bars around it, so he can still see. And he, yeah, his tongue shoots out and wraps around, which is a very Freddy thing. I was fine with that mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Wraps around Nancy's whole face. I thought that was hilarious.
1: Yep. Um, Dylan, who was also in the furnace still, escapes the furnace through a snake barrier, which I didn't like. Yeah, there's just another
0: way out of the furnace or some shit. Yeah, like just it.
1: by snakes. I would have just stayed in the bur- furnace and died.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. So he he gets uh he comes all the way around and then with grabs the knife and starts cuts,
1: stabbing. He
0: stabs. There's like a, a, a comedy scene and Freddie going, "Oh, don't stab my tongue!" Like, whoop, 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 whoop. He, you know, he's dodging the tongue. He's yeah. stabbing down like psycho style. He gets
1: it and he just like forks his tongue. Yeah, like, so he yeah, Dylan stabs out. the
0: tongue and then like yeah, so Freddie retracts his tongue, which like you know, yep, rips it out, which makes it into like a snake tongue. Which
1: means that he's now trapped in the furnace and...
0: And they just turn it on. Yeah. They turn it on, it lights up, Freddy explodes. He's no, first d- he turns into a demon. He
1: does. It's, it. This is the most disgusting looking fucking thing ever as well. It is the worst CGI demon. So yeah. So he, he just turns into this really... No, it
0: wasn't CGI. It was morphing. Do you remember yeah, that effect? Yes,
1: yeah, the morphing. Oh.
0: So he morphs into like just basically a mask. It's just supposed to be a demon mask. Like, it just looks... It's got some horns. It's just like... I think it's it's supposed to represent what the original evil... Original, original, original looked like. Yeah. And then he just explodes. Yes. And I'm like, no, that can't be it. No. Yeah. It is. That is. That's
1: it. And that's the end of that chapter. So then the rest of the, the, the hellscape starts kind of exploding and Dylan and Heather... Fall out of the bed into the real no, world. Yeah,
0: they they run. Yeah, they run. Hell world starting to you know dream world starting to shape. They run and they dive back into that pool. Yep. That she fit and then just, and that makes them just fall out of the bed. They're yep. out. They're out. They're on the What? They're done. Do that from the start.
1: They're saved. The witch is dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then they pick up. Yeah, he says something along those lines. He does. Doesn't he? he
1: says that's exactly And then
0: of course, lo and behold, on the ground next to them is the script.
1: Yes, with a lovely note from. Wes,
0: Wes Craven at the end of it. Yep, and it reads, "Heather, thanks for having the guts to play Nancy one last time. At last, Freddy is back where he belongs. Regards, Wes." (laughs) And I'm like, "Okay, what? Wait, so he finished the script. So now he's finished that script. It's all happened. Is now does she have to act that movie out?" For it to work,
1: she ain't acting anything out. She's going to jail, and her son is going into foster care.
0: True, (laughs) but um, is it or is the film now that she has acted it? It's actually it's done. Yeah, so it's done. Or was there no film? Well, and the whole point was Wes trying to help them destroy the evil.
1: Well, I had to, so the evil could be stopped by storytellers. It's still down on paper. That is still technically the story has been told. So they don't technically have to make a movie?
0: Or oh, is that just how he finished the script by making everyone go through it and now they have to act it all out again, even though he's the people are dead.
1: Yeah. They're, yeah. Final thoughts. Yeah. Okay. So this is the longest nightmare on Elm Street film released and it is fucking long as shit. It feels long.
0: Like, yeah.
1: I do you want to get it. I watched wrong? it in two parts. I really enjoyed it. I do enjoy this film. Um, I had watched it recently, like at least a month or so ago. Sorry. Uh, that's fine. Um, but before that I'd watched it when, when I was a kid and I just didn't understand. I didn't understand the concept. There was a lot of talking. There was a lot. I'm like, I fucking get this. That's fine. So I'm really glad. And I really appreciate the concept. Um, I kind of like the new look, Freddie, but we do not get to see that much of him. Honestly.
0: Yeah. He's not in a very much, but no. which is fine if, because of how good he was. Yeah. Um, the
1: concept's great. I love I, this concept.
0: I thought it was the best idea that wasn't quite pulled off to its full potential. Agreed. Um, it was heaps good. It could have gone anywhere and like kept doing, and it was interesting the whole way through up until the last like half an hour, and it just turned into like I gotta have courage to beat Freddy, and then Freddy turned out to be such a like so like such a letdown. Yeah, like they could have made him like. Just shit like maybe have him like that. He was just constantly, his wounds were bleeding. Yeah. You know, just something fucking cool. Like He was just always dripping blood yeah. and stuff like that. Just cool things. If you're going to change him, change him like. Yeah. go and I just think give him well. a fucking green hat and tell him to pick up chicks at a uni bar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think as well though, like the Freddy, the entity is not actually Freddy. It was playing Freddy. This is going to go down a fucking hole. And then I'm going to get confused and I'm going to stop talking. Yeah,
0: it was what, it's what the entity thought Freddy should have become or yeah. something. So he tried to make him a bit more evil but he just kind of didn't do it. But didn't Which not fine have... because he's not Freddy, so theoretically it's not ruining Freddy. Thank you. Is that what you wanted? Yes. Okay. <gasps> I, love, I love clever horrors. We've yes. already gone over that. I love ones that try and do something different, try and... Take the concept of a horror that it's more than just a genre. It's mm-hmm. more. It's a, it's a way of life. It affects people and stuff like that. I love any of that shit. So, number one. So this I f- I feel is the third best Freddy Nightmare on Street film. Yep. But I haven't watched number one and two since I was a kid, so they aren't in my list. So my sure. list goes as number one. I think Nightmare on Street three is the best one. Mm-hmm. Then I think Freddy's dead. Mm-hmm. I love Freddy's Dead. It is has so much cool in it. It does. It like just from that opening with that fucking like um, <laughs> Freddy like the and from like all the dream s- sequences are wicked. Like all the killings, wicked. Freddy's at his peak. Freddy. Yep. And his death is legit in it. It seems like the end of Freddy. You know yep. they go f- they go hard. The whole three D thing pulling the re- and it went three D. <laughs> and then this one It's yep. my third one.
1: That's fair. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait would that agree to you or do you think maybe one or two kind of make that list for you?
1: Two does not make any list for me. Oh yeah. Good. At all. Um I, I'd definitely say probably one then three then this.
0: Oh, you're not even gonna do Freddy's Dead?
1: No. It's not up there for me. Um I did watch them all recently as well, so um number one's still like the number one for me. And then of course like honorable mention, Freddy vs. Jason.
0: Yeah, Freddy vs. Jason's good fine. That fun. that um that feels- that's definitely worth watching. That is Yeah. It's weird that they did that. They went to all this trouble to kill him and then just bought it Because that's set in the reality. That's yeah. set in Elm Street. Like yeah. that's set in or it's set in two films. Set in Crystal Lake and Elm Street, which is I think that was just like Does that have anything to do with Wes Craven? No. I
1: can't remember. No, I don't think so. No
0: kind of weird that it even got – maybe it's this new line had all that.
1: It was like – it was a long time coming because there was like the talks of doing like the Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Yeah. And then there was all like these verse movies. Well, there wasn't a comic of that. Yeah. So all these verse movies that were like up in the air and they're like, we got to make a film out of this. That's um, right.
0: And it's weird when like – I like when horror beasties and slushes fight each other. Yeah. Um, Like because they have their own rules and shit. Well, they and keep like,
1: saying like they want to do an Expendables – film, but with all the horror characters. And I would be down for that. It would, it would know, probably, probably be I, really I don't
0: like bad. I don't think no, no, one gets no, one any, likes no one gets enough screen time in that. No. Like, I feel like they could do a, a series of them like mm. where they're like different ones. And like the one that survives, the next film gets to be in the next one. And shit like that. Or like a so battle royale. Maybe like, yeah, like a three, uh, three, three of them together. And then like, or something like that. Um, I mean, that's like a dream movie. I remember back in the day when uh, Fangoria... Magazine used to take like the center spread was like, you know, maybe Michael Myers and Freddie together yes. and all shit like that. The, the rad one, which has like, I think I've mentioned it before, it has like all the four big ones like Texas Chainsaw, Freddie, Michael Myers, and um Jason. Yep. Uh, all together in a graveyard, but like, like you know, just for a photo shoot. But what's it wicked is Freddie just has a massive picture of beer. Yeah. Like for no reason. Why not? Like no one else has a prop, He's but like, like Freddie's just got a, you know, those big handled ones. Yeah. Like, oh, I love it. Um, what did you give it?
1: Uh, so I gave this a C. I, I do think that it is a classic that is definitely worth a watch.
0: I also gave it a C that's it's a classic worth a watch just yep. purely because of its, tr- its concept of trying to do something so outside of the box, so, like, indulgent for a director as well. Like, mm. you could tell that would have been running around in his head. Because apparently this was supposed to be Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Th- yeah. This is what he wanted to do, like, for the third one. The third one or the second one? Third one, but we're lucky he didn't because yeah. like, we got three and this exactly. Weird, we were spoiled. We were spoiled, we were spoiled. All right, what is next week? What are we doing? So that's it. We're that's done it. Where's Cran? So have a watch, guys. If you think you know, put down any thoughts in the comments anywhere, whether you like this one, you hate it, you agree with my like it, it suffers from fucking like bot boss monster. Failure? Lumbering <laughs> like boss that. monster? Yeah. Final form boss monster failure.
1: Well, I mean, look, you, it's it's really hard because like the final boss monster should just be able to come out and squish you, but then we wouldn't enjoy that because our protagonist would just be dead.
0: Yeah. The worst one's the gate. That that's the biggest boss monster fail. Yeah. Um anyhow.
1: So, I think that next week, um we're going to watch something stupid. Dan, have you ever seen Idle Hands?
0: Yes. A yes. hundred times.
1: We're watching Idle Hands.
0: Is so. that got a cult following?
1: It does, yeah. It's
0: got a VHS somewhere. Really? Yeah.
1: I'm just in the mood for something a little bit uh, easy evil. And a little bit stupid. A bit yes. Scott Evil. Everyone loves Seth Green.
0: Yeah, I know. Do they? I don't remember know. Remember when he was a werewolf?
1: I do remember when
0: he was a werewolf, I think, yeah. I yeah. that's the most thing people remember it. Oh, Scott Evil. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rad. Yeah. Idle Hands.
1: Starring Devon Sauer. It's fantastic. So, anyway, you've been listening to Terror Vision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all streaming services, including SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and basically anywhere good podcasts can be found. We're also available on the YouTube. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment or a review, and share with all your friends. We also have an Instagram, at TerrorvisionPod, Pod, which uh, will keep you up to date with upcoming episodes, trivia, and, of course, memes that are probably three years old by now. We also have an email, terrorvisionpod at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to watch, discuss, anything like that. Um, Our opening and closing music is Void Swell by Sister Wife.
0: And if you want to check out me (laughs) somewhere else.
1: We all want to check you out, Dan. Woo!
0: Uh, you can you can rock down to Greenlight Comics in Adelaide in 18 Stevens Place, where it's the comic store that, that I co-own and run, and we can chat about it. Where um we we are trying to get our merch on the way. Um, it's just a bit hard at the moment. I've, you know, I'm moving house at the moment. Uh, there's a pandemic happening. Everything's busy.
1: Mm, I would so, actually like to hear some, some feedback about shirt ideas because I've had a few people come to me with some ideas. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, from everyone else who will inevitably buy a shirt from us because we're awesome.
0: Mm, and pins. And pins. I, basically, that's all I want to do is, yep. is shirts and pins and eventually we'll press a record. Mm. That will make Jen like, explode. <laughs> um, and until next week, may all your dreams Nightmares.